Cause you were there for me when I was broken, I was stressed You were there for me when I hardly had anyone left You were there for me when I was badly depressed You were there for me when I was losing my head Oh, what's going on guys? Welcome back to The Trainer Lounge We are on episode 9 Madness today I am joined, of course, as I always am Every Wednesday by the boy them, the man them, that guy Welch, or a.k.a. Mr. Wendy Bennett. That's me, that guy Welch, biggest chungus, uh, Wendy Bennett, or Alex to you guys. Uh, hi, how's it going? H- how are you doing, Flavadosh? How are you doing, man? Hi, do you like violence? Sorry, it's the way, <laughs> the way, you, the way you said the fire then. Um, I'm all right, bro. I've been to the gym today, so um, I feel my heart's pumped. I feel... I feel good. Um, I've uh, been busy doing my nutrition course. And yeah, man, a lot of things are going well. And of course, the podcast is doing great. I'm really happy with the direction we're heading. And I think we can talk more about that today. What about you, though? How have you been? Yeah, I'm doing all right. I've uh, been doing a lot of work. I've been watching a lot of football during the Euros. Because uh, uh-huh. I've been loving it, man. I've been loving it. The only bad result we've I've had personally so far has been Scotland losing to the Czech Republic, uh, but I've loved all of the others. Uh, big football fan, me. Uh, hopped yeah, in a stream too. earlier as well with uh, with the Super Salamence ninety three doing some uh, some raids, uh, and may have a bit of an announcement later on to do. Yeah, I was going to ask. I was going to ask you about that. Whether we, I'll, I'll let you announce that. Just. Um... Obviously, when we go on to a new topic, just say you want to throw that up and then we'll go I to will, that. I will, I will, I um, will. Yeah, I've also been watching the Euros. Before we mention anything for the Euros, obviously, get well soon, Christian Eriksson. Heartbreaking Absolutely. what happened on the pitch. Um, not something I necessarily want to go into because it was just disturbing to watch anyway. However, um, it was, as a football fan, it was just heartbreaking to watch. Um, I really, truly hope his career wasn't over. The last time this happened was, I think, was Fabrice Mwamba, right, for Bolton. Yeah, for um, Priest Mwamba. Um, I don't think there's been another one since. But yeah, I want to echo that. Absolutely. Um, all I wish is go out yeah. to Christian Eriksen. Uh, it's good to see that he seems to be doing fine. Um, yep. And the whole of the football community is behind you right now. In And even people in the Pokemon community have been putting out their own little posts. You know, you have Joe Merrick with uh, mentioning about, about the football with a picture of Torkoal, I believe. Yeah, yeah. some... some uh, some in, some interesting tweets this week, but yeah, man. So um, mad week, mad week, right? So episode nine. Do you know how crazy that is? I know, like for a lot of people, nine episodes ain't much, but we're really on a roll right now with, with this podcast. Like we haven't yeah, missed a week. We're in, in the what, groove. A month now. We're in the groove, yeah, bro. bro. And it's weird for me because I don't get into grooves very often. So when I'm in one, you got to keep it going, you know? Yeah, bro. Honestly. So okay. Wanzi, right, I'm going to get into the first thing. So, I've got to ask you a question, right? And this interests me, right? This this comes from the heart. Now, you know, Twitter's cool, you know, Instagram's cool, but don't you sometimes find it annoying when you've got to bounce from place to place to find all the information on the number one Pokemon podcast? You know what? I do find it quite annoying when I have to bounce from place to place to find all of the information about the number one Pokemon podcast. I wish there was something out there that could fix this issue for me. I don't know if you've heard anything like that. Oh, well, well it's, it's funny you you want. So what you're saying is you would want a specific place where you could find all the latest updates for the biggest 
Pokemon podcast currently in the world, right? Is that what you're saying? You know what? I think I am saying that I'd like uh, just one place where I could find all of the information about the number one Pokemon podcast in the world well, in the same place, you know? Well, if I've got some news for you then, sir, and anyone else that is watching right now, the Trainer Lounge have done a madness. We now have our own website. Now, listen, I don't want to flex, first of all, but... There's a lot of people out there with a podcast that do not have a website for their podcast. So listen, Ooh, I ain't flexing. That's crazy. That's crazy. I ain't flexing. But I'm saying, if you would like to see all the information on all the upcoming podcasts before they even come out, you want to see the topics of what we're talking about that will not be on Twitter, that will not be anywhere else, then you can see that on our website. If you would like to see some pictures on Pokemon Go and some photography by my partner. You can also see that on the website. And if you would like to find out, well, I, I like the Trainer Lounge, of course, the best Pokemon podcast. How how could I take part? Well, you can go to the website and we have a specific page called Be Our Guest and you can see how you can get involved, whether that be a guest on the podcast or whether that be emailing us. And that's another announcement, bro. What I'm fine announcement after announcement we have our our email address ready to go i've set up an email address for the trainer lounge so if you if you're too shy and you're not a speaker and you don't want to come on the podcast but you still want to take part you absolutely can all you have to do is email us now um what does that how does that sound for you onesie mate how does that sound for you you know what i think the best way that you put it is we've done a madness and we've kind of gone mad and i love it uh it sounds absolutely awesome to me uh and i'm really looking forward to seeing how it goes uh but also if you want to be a guest you've got to at least uh you know not be an idiot so uh yeah be, be solid be, be a good person and we we might like you we might let you on yeah i mean <laughs> Obviously, it goes without saying, just be a decent person. Don't come on. I mean, I mean, you could say we spew hate. I think if anyone causes beef with me, I'll come at them. But I'm not, you know, we don't hate talking on a podcast. It's a fairly relaxed um, area. Said, if you do want to get in touch, all the details are on the website. Again, there's loads of stuff on that website. There's all the locations of where the podcasts are, whether that be Apple, um, Spotify. There's, again, pictures. There's information on the podcast um, it, it, it's crazy on there right now. I've, I've put so much effort into it. It's, I spent about six hours, bro, just updating pages and putting information. And right now, there is a blog that mentions this episode and episode 10. So the only place you're going to find out about that is the website, which you can find at www.thetrainerlounge.simplesite.com. Now, I'm, I am looking into buying an actual URL for the website. So again, in the future, that might come up. But for the easiest access, just go to our Twitter. The link tree will be there. And you should be able to uh, get onto the website fairly quickly from the link tree. And or, also find out Mr. Beautiful, Mr. Beautiful Onesie Bennett's uh, Twitter and YouTube also. That'll be in the link tree. I was going to say, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, all of the links to all of this will be down in the description. So uh, feel mm -hmm. free to go down there. You'll find the link to the website. You'll find the link to our Twitters. All of that good stuff. Uh, that's how you can keep in contact with everything. But... For all of the information about the number one Pokemon podcast in the entire world, <laughs> and all in one place, the best place to go is to our website, which will be down in the description for YouTube viewers. And for those of you who are not uh, watching on YouTube, firstly, what you're doing, 
Uh, and secondly, uh, that would be go on. I'll, I'll let you read it out again because you did such a good job before. Okay, that will be www.thetrainerlounge.simplesite.com. And again, again, if, if that is too much for you, which completely understandably, attention spans are all over the shop nowadays, right? You could go to the brand new official Trainer Lounge Twitter, which is just simply at Trainer Lounge, because apparently the is too long. So yeah, at Trainer Lounge. And most of the updates will be on the Twitter first. Before, um, well, it'll all be on the website first. But again, anything else that you know afterwards will be on the Twitter. So again, just follow us on our socials, man, and you won't miss anything. But shall we get into the news, Mister Onesie Burnett? You know what? Let's do it. All right. So actually, I just want to quickly throw up um, a huge thank you to someone currently who's supporting the podcast. Um, a Twitch streamer. By the name of Chad Ji Three Zero, who um, I think is fairly new, like um, as in viewership wise, not not in a horrible way, but he's grinding out right now. He's Twitch streaming every single day. You know, he's doing surprise locks. He's doing shiny hunts, soft resets, bro. He's doing it all right now, and he's kindly allowed us to. Um, he's got like a partner page on his Discord, and he's like he's allowed us to, you know, uh, plug there and he's also given me some feedback and he said he really likes the episode so uh yeah man a little shout out to chad ji30 please go check him out on twitch is there anyone that you would like to uh mention before we start sir yeah i would firstly i'd like to say chad you're a chad uh and we need to link up uh and secondly uh i'd also like to give a big shout out to uh, a couple of people uh super salamence 93 uh mm-hmm. my good boy brandon who uh, we might potentially be having on next week uh we just need to sort things out so uh potentially you might have no. a guest for next week but uh casual little uh, casual little drop uh and basically just to all of you guys uh we've had a lot of really really good feedback on this a lot of people have really been enjoying it and yeah hopefully uh we'll be able to give you all of the all of the content you want all of the good stuff and it will be amazing for all time so yeah Thank you Indeed. to everyone, and we love you all. Indeed. And talking of feedback, I showed a few people in my community where I live uh, the podcast Why would you on the do WhatsApp. That? <laughs> no, no, see, no, no, see, right? You just doxed yourself, no, no, bro. No, no, let, let me get into how this come about. I, I wasn't just running through the community going, I've got a podcast, everyone. Ah, like I weren't doing that. <laughs> right. So everybody knows the mascot of this podcast currently is Bidoof. Obviously you want to get the logo sorted for onesie on his, on his episodes. We will see his mascot. Um, but yeah, so Bidoof means a lot to me, arguably my favorite Pokemon and a Bidoof event has just been announced on Pokemon Go. And someone said to me, I think you're trolling. I don't think you're a Bidoof fan. So I said, bro, I literally have a podcast based on Bidoof and I had to plug the podcast to, to prove that. But, surprisingly some people in the community have listened to an episode and one of them said um he thinks i've got a good voice to do podcast and he says that it's an engaging voice and just some really good feedback and a lot of people are saying they're looking forward to an episode based off the bidoof news which will be sunday for the celebrationary 10th episode um and again all the pokemon go news will be on the weekend episode as t goes into detail with that so yeah man um yeah, dope, dope. So that's, I think, I think I'd say that's the best intro we can do. I don't know about you. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Can't do any well, better. Um, well, I mean, listen, 
maybe for the hundredth episode in a millennium's time, we'll uh, smash it out. I was actually looking at mathematically what episode would be on by when Diamond and Pearl comes out, and would be on episode fifty-two, I believe. If we carried on um, doing what we're doing, we would we'll be on. Right. You reckon we'll get to episode fifty-two? Oh, bro, please! I think I, I think well, uh, yeah, I, I'm, we're on fire, both of us. Everyone that's right now in the trainer lounge is on fire, bro. Like, yo, it, right, it's not that you've now that you've said that you think you will, uh, I'd like to announce my retirement. So uh, thank you, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro, we need a sad song. Someone someone gets out, uh, my heart will go on. Right, okay, so let's get into the news. Sorry for, we just thought we'd say that again. Thank you, everyone, man, that's showing support. Listen, right now we're getting, what, probably under 10 views a week. But listen, everyone's got to start off somewhere, man. And one day I'm going to look back and think, wow. As if we come back, come from, you know, five views a week, crazy. But, right, yo, let's get into the uh, first little bit. So, this is just a little thing. Um, There is now, you can now buy GoFest t-shirts um, from the Pokemon Centre. Again, the UK don't have a Pokemon Centre website, unfortunately. So, we have to pay extortionate shipping prices. How annoying is it, bro, that the UK... Me and Tanya did talk about this. Yo, I've got a um, story about this. So the uh, the yeah, American site did a Bonnet, uh, a Gengar, I think it was a Mimikyu hoodie. They did three separate limited edition hoodies. Um, and I couldn't order one from America to here. So it was only the American site. So I had to, I had to get in contact with uh, one of my mates under the radar, Kelly, um, who... I had to send him the money so that he could buy this hoodie and ship it over to me. Whereas it would have cut out so much hassle if we just had a, you know, a UK Pokemon Center. If we have one of those, it would be so much better. We had that event in London. Why have we not got one in this country? There are so many places in the UK that we could have one and it would be, you know, prime location. Put one in Birmingham. You know, put one in Aberdeen. People would still go to it. Nah, bro, for real, like... See, me and Tan spoke about this um, on episode six. For anyone that would like to, that was the last what last time T was on. Last week, we had a few issues. Um, it was just the weather was too horrible to do a podcast at that time. And, you know, it was just exhausting weather. So we just saved it. Um, but, yeah, now we, we did talk about the London event, actually. And Tan, because Tan decided all the topics for the uh, for that episode. And oh, she yeah, went yeah. into about, yeah, she went into about why we haven't got a, um, a, you know, centre and whatnot over here. And look, I'm not even saying have a Pokemon centre here. While I think that would do fantastically well, let's be honest, it would. But just have a website. Have a European website, bro. Like, for France, for German, for the... I know the UK is technically out of Europe, but you know what I mean? It's just, we've we've got one all the way in the West and all the way in the East, but we ain't got nothing for the central part of the world, bro. Like, I just think it prints money. Do you know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. I mean, it's not like Pokemon couldn't afford to do it in the first place. I mean, they're the biggest media franchise in the world. So, like, they they could easily afford to set up a a European factory. Yeah, we're we're definitely going to talk about biggest franchise in the world on this episode. Um, Oh, really now? Oh, dear. You know what? Do you know what? You've said it, yeah. So, we might as well well link that up into the next part of the podcast. So, have you seen... Okay, this is a Pokemon podcast, obviously, but... Have you seen, you know, I think you have, but there's a game that got announced this week, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot, a lot of people are calling this the Pokemon game um, that has uh, weapons and whatnot. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, uh, do you know what game this is? Yeah, I think it's called, like, Legends of Power or something. Yeah, Power World. That, Power yeah, that's World, what... that's it, yeah. <laughs> Bro, now, listen, I, I'm not... 
I think he looks pretty dope. I'll be honest. I was like, yo, I mean, apart from the sweatshop, which we won't go into, but uh, <laughs> listen. This game, bro. This game is crazy. It's like, what if Pikachu worked in an AR-15? <laughs> what if you could have Pokemon slave labor? What on earth? It's Pokemon, but with guns and slavery. What for anyone that thinks we're not laughing at the sensitive subjects, what we are (laughs) laughing at is though, bro, this trailer started off so innocent, so innocent, and then it goes from like it goes from uh animals helping you farm and uh, powering your house, bro, to using a sheep as a meat shield. What firing an AR 15 at a a crowd (laughs) of people, like what on earth? But yo, I'd (laughs) be lying, it's kind of dope though. Don't Bro, know. I'd be lying if I said I ain't playing that game. Listen, I'm playing it. I'm streaming the heck out of it when it comes out. I've added it to my Steam wish list. Bro, like, if that comes to console, I mean, I'm, I'm getting a PC by the end of the year, so hopefully I can uh, definitely play it. Well, it comes out next year anyway. But the reason why I've brought that up is because, true, I've been thinking about this a lot, and while I do love Pokemon, right, it's the only franchise I know of, bro, that just doesn't have competition. It just doesn't, right? You know, you can mention what you want. There's no competition to Pokemon, not even close. That not franchise wise, there just isn't. And hey, bro, it used to be Pokemon and Digimon and you. Yeah, they Digimon, were like the, the holy trinity. But like you know, it, the Pokemon have just slapped them off the not off the face of the earth. Actually, Digimon's actually on a comeback right now. Oh um, yeah, that's Digimon's doing great. Yeah. Bro, that TCG right now is one of the best TCGs in the world. Apparently, loads of people are hyping up that TCG. Um, yeah, man. It's and absolutely in, in, yeah, it's absolutely mad. But I just think, listen, if imagine if there was a um, a competitor taking over, I think Game Freak would be like, we need to up our game because we're in trouble if we don't. And again, it's like Xbox and PlayStation. Like the reason why right now both of them companies are on fire. It's just because they're com- they're in competition with each other. Now, yeah, okay, PlayStation's winning, but it has made Xbox do much better choices. Like you know, uh, again, obviously, it's not an Xbox podcast, but it's just competition helps, man. It really helps, and the only people that benefit are the gamers, right? Yeah, man. I competition really does help out. Competition drives the marketplace to do better. If there's no competition, then we don't get a light bulb. We, we're all stuck using Tesla coils to light our homes. You mentioned that Pokemon, uh, it doesn't really have any competitors, uh, and you mentioned that if, you know, if, if Game Freak did have a competitor, they'd buck their ideas up, because there were actually, in the past year or two, a couple of uh, of IPs, yeah. There's, there was a couple of IPs that sprung up. There was Temtem, which uh, everyone was hyping up. I was like, "Oh my god, this game looks amazing!" It's like the Pokemon killer, and everyone going crazy over that. Um, but there was also another one um, called Nexomon. Um, they they released the game last year called Nexomon Extinction, and I actually oh, no, no. I, not only did they actually get that like finished, they actually got it released on Switch somehow, and. I've I've got this game on my Switch and it's actually pretty decent. It reminds me a lot of like a better graphical version of Pokemon Black and White. It's that's a real. It's Mad. fantastic. I genuinely didn't expect to enjoy it as much as I, could, I you know I did. Um, and this is coming from a Pokemon fan, so you know Pokemon fans, please don't hate me. Uh, but Nexomon is probably the best. Oh, bro, Lisa, you've just had an you've just had an opinion on Pokemon. You're going to get hate regardless. Uh, <laughs> true, yeah, I'm ready to be cancelled. Come at me, fan. <laughs> oh, bro, you ain't, you can't cancel us. Like, we're, we're just, 
Listen, we, we live for it. We live for people. Like one day, my dream, my bucket list is to have my name trending on Twitter and, you know, like a Flubberdash's cancelled party. Oh, well, that, you want that, a Flubberdash's cancelled? You'd have an actual party, yeah. you would. No, I'd, I'd, I'd do what H3H3 did and just make a video of me with a party hat blowing up, you know, but now for real, like, I, I know what you're saying. Um, There has been some good games and, the problem is, though, I was watching a video on this um, Power World and the developers made a game recently, apparently quite a good game, but it's still in alpha and they've, like, ditched it for this game pretty much. I think they're still working on it, but they're a really small indie developer, so I don't know. It, it's just, uh, I imagine if Pokemon had, um, uh, you know, a competitor, it's like, it would just be fantastic. It really would. But... Yeah, if it, if it had the... Uh... I'm trying to think, like the FIFA and PES, if it had the Call of Duty to Halo, you know, if it, if it had that competitor in the market that could really push yeah. it, the Jack and Daxter to the Ratchet and Clank, that sort of deal. Like it just, Yeah, bro. It Sonic really... to Mario, even yeah, though Mario's yeah. flat Sonic. Really <laughs> yeah, Mario just, like, jumped away. <laughs> Let's go! Sonic was just gone, bro. All right, yo, okay, so going on to developers, on to the next thing. So, um, I never saw this coming at all, this... This blew my mind, bro. Basically, so, um, a little plug. On every morning, I have an Alexa that plays, like, a newsflash. And there is a newsflash that it plays called the Gaming Observer, right? Yo. And it's like, yeah, it's gaming news every day. So, when I wake up, it tells me all the latest gaming news, what's going on. And um, he's been doing it for years. He's a, he's a very... He's not even well-known. I'm... I don't think he's hardly got any subscribers on YouTube, but he just grinds every day, bro, announcing news. And anyway, I thought I was dreaming. It was like Niantic announced that they are working on a Transformers game. I was like, what? What? Yeah. Yeah. So their next game, right? Listen to this. Their next game, Niantic developing Transformers, a real world AR game. So again, like Pokemon Go and Wizards Unite. And um, Have you played any of that, by the way? Which, which I've played all Niantic games, yeah. Ingress, obviously, Pokemon Go and Wizard United. Yeah, I've played, I haven't played Wizard United in a hot second, but I have played it when it what came out. You reckon what, it when it came out, right? So, my problem is, um, Pokemon Go seems more accessible. At uh, again, I haven't played it, so for anyone who plays it, don't get triggered, or, or if you want to get triggered, I couldn't care less. But <laughs> I, I just, it, for, for number one, I love Harry Potter, but what I didn't like about Wizard United when I played it was once you run out of energy, um, it, it was really hard to get energy. Do you know what I mean? It was, it was really hard. Whereas with Pokemon, all you've got to do is just go to some Pokestops and stock up on Pokeballs. And yeah, you can do that with Wizard, uh, Wizard Unite, but there's a lot more things on Pokemon that get you Pokeballs. It's a lot, it seems a lot less uh, pay to win than Wizard Unite. Wizard Unite, there's like seven different inventories, what you have to spend money on to expand with coins and, I don't know. Pokemon Go just seems more player friendly to me, but I don't know. What about you? Yeah, I only played Wizards Unite for a little bit, and I, I immediately was like, nope, this is just a worse version of Pokemon Go. Uh, and everyone mm-hmm. else that I knew that, that played Wizards Unite immediately dropped it because they just thought the exact same thing. Uh, but it's it's weird that Niantic are still, you know, they're still trying with these. Uh, the, these Do you know what else they're making? Stuff. I don't know if you saw the. What, what they're also making alongside, I haven't heard any updates on this, but they did announce a game before Transformers a few really? months back. I didn't see yeah, that. Yeah, bro. Did, did you not know what franchise it was? Nah, I didn't right? see it. What, what's so the, the announcement was they 
are doing a lot of Nintendo franchises. Now, I did not see them doing this franchise. This baffled me, right? I've never played this franchise, by the way. So for anyone I want to, it does look kind of cool, right? So Pikmin was Mate, what? that sounds banging. Oh, my God, I love Pikmin. Yeah. So they're working on a a, a, a night. Well, when I say a Niantic, Niantic game, I basically mean Pokemon Go and Ingress and Wizards Unite. They're yeah, working the on a Niantic yeah. version of um, Pikmin. So we're going to get a Pikmin game and a Transformers game. And I don't know, out of all the franchises you could have picked to make money, I don't know why Transformers. That baffles me. You know what's really weird, cool. though? Like Transformers, like it, but people sleep on Transformers. By the way, Transformers is a hugely successful franchise that's been going since like the fifties and sixties. They've sold, they've probably they they've made billions in toy sales and and you know TV deals and movies. Like the Transformers movies are insanely huge, so they are a big big franchise. Uh, they haven't been like like people see them as old. Like just because they, they haven't been like hugely relevant. I in a hot minute. Yeah, I suppose that's what it is relevant, right? I suppose yeah. that's what I mean by yeah, that. They haven't yeah. been super relevant right. in a hot minute, but uh, I think that there's. I don't know about. I well, mean, the gimmick for it basically is going to be, bro, isn't it? The, the gimmick's going to be: you walk past a car, you hold your phone up to it, and <laughs> in the, in your phone, it, it transforms into a giant robot listen, that says, "Hello." I do, listen, I do not endorse putting your phone up to anyone's car in Birmingham or anywhere in the UK. <laughs> Listen, don't go doing that, bro. You will you will not be getting no bro. The only rare thing you'll get is a rare black eye. Like don't, don't a rare don't black eye and a bullet wound. So I'll be like, yo, hey, why are you taking pictures of my car for? That's look? exactly it, bro. That's exactly oh, whack. It. Like, bro, and it's game, it's game set match. But seriously though, right? Here's the thing I just thought of. You talk about relevance uh relevancy, right? Now let's be honest. Obviously, Pokemon's still always, well, been one of the biggest franchises ever since its conception, right? But Pokemon Go did bring a mad ton of revenue back to Pokemon. Let's be honest, it just did. It's probably the hottest Pokemon commodity right now, aside from arguably the main series. Would you yeah. agree? Yeah, it did. It absolutely did. It's pulled in more money than any other mobile game ever. Yeah, I mean, what? And it was also the most downloaded app, beating Twitter, beating Facebook on the day, on the on the week. It looked, it was just, it was a phenomenon in 2016 when it launched, and it brought mad relevancy to Pokemon. The amount of people in my community that would never touch a main series game, but adore Pokemon Go, and you know, I've got I've got a friend that I want to mention his name just in case he doesn't want to be outed, but. He's got into the actual franchise by playing Pokemon Go. He never cared about Pokemon at all until Go. And now he watches the anime. He's been messaging me every day about movies to watch. Um, you know, he's asking me about how to get into the main series because he's interested. And seriously, like, Pokemon Go has done a lot. Again, they made a game for the Switch to get people who played Go to come to the main series, right? <laughs> so There's literally a market of Go people now that people need to, to cater to. It's crazy. So you're right. It really is a hot commodity. It's like the so biggest they, Pokemon thing at the moment. So they could bring Transformers to a new relevancy. Also, quick warning. Let me know if you can hear some interference down the mic. Obviously, I've got the window open because I live quite high. Let me shut that. <sighs> Sorry, I've got bloody people on mopeds driving past. Um, yeah, so maybe Niantic can bring some relevancy back to Transformers. Pfft, I don't know. Maybe, so. maybe. The one I'm looking forward to, though, now that you've said it, I can really see how it's going to work. Pikmin AR sounds like a genius idea. You, you say you've never played any of the Pikmin games. Never. It's intriguing, though. It's very intriguing. 
Oh, bro, you uh, you need to pick up. Um, I think it's Pikmin three for the Switch. Yeah, that was the one. Yeah. yeah, it's such a cool concept. It's so so clever, and I can see that working so well in AR. See, when you say AR, do you mean like where you get your camera out and you? Because being honest, mate, no one who plays Niantic games uses the AR features. No one that I know of. <laughs> no, like, no, I mean, no. Honestly, no one. Does. No, it's not. It's not about the camera necessarily. It's about you know using your own world, like using the. Oh the yeah, world. yeah, I know what you yeah. mean. Like a geotech game where it's based off your own world. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like a yeah, geotech yeah. game. That, that's probably the best way to put it. Yeah, I can see a, a Pikmin geotech game, a Pikmin augmented reality game working so so well. Uh, because you know you'd have a, like the whole idea about Pikmin was you had to go and collect treasures and and ship parts that had fallen off your ship so you could escape a a planet. Imagine right, y- you've crash landed on this mysterious planet called Earth, and all of your you know ships broken up in the atmosphere, but you've survived somehow. And all you've got in order to try and help you survive is the assistance of these little weird creatures that you've found on the planet. So you've got to go search in your local area to try and find your ship parts and bring them back. It will get people walking the same route to go and get these ship parts, to go and collect these treasures. Uh, it would open up people's local areas really well. It just, it, it really, I can just really picture the concept. It sounds like such a cool idea. I mean, yeah, the Pikmin would probably be quite confused as well. You know, they've had a peaceful life and then some bloke would, a metal stick with strawberry flavored smoke, you know, uh, that, that, that probably confused some of that. To be fair, though, when you said weird little creatures, I was thinking, all right, bro, humans are not that bad. Calm down. <laughs> you know, I really want to see some fan art now, some hipster with a vape, <laughs> like oh, a, a big on, beard on a and piercings all over, smoking in front of a bunch of Pikmin. Yeah, bro, them just, them just. <laughs> Oh, great. Listen, I can mug off vapors because I used to vape, so it's all right. I don't vape no more, so I'm allowed to leave off. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So, again, Niantic doing that sounds like a pretty. Again, I'm more excited for Pikmin um, than I am uh, Transformers. Again, Transformers doesn't do it for me. Um, yo, we forgot. Yeah, you know what? Are you ready to go into the next topic? I'm ready, bro. I'm ready. This was the first topic, but I must have just completely glanced over it. So, um, a little birdie yesterday uh, told me that uh, there was a... Con- uh, <laughs> this is going to be interesting. So, the for me, this is the WrestleMania of video games, all right? For me, this is one of my favourite times of the year. It, it gives you something to look forward to for the rest of the year. E3. We didn't get E3 last year because of, you know, Pandy or whatnot, but um, it's back. It's back, and uh, yeah, I love E3. Um, I, I watch nearly every conference from every single studio, apart from the PC ones, because it doesn't it doesn't really do much for me. Because you know, I'm not in that on that system or in that marketplace. Um, but yeah, so I've watched I watched Xboxes, I watched Square Enix, um, Ubisoft, and nintendo so i'm gonna firstly ask you mate what did you think of e3 this year in general and who was your favorite showcase right so i only really watched a couple of the showcases um and uh, i wasn't really paying attention for the other one but the one i did really watch was nintendo so uh i've read about all of the announcements uh, and i saw most of things that were announced by by all the different companies but the biggest one for me uh, I've really enjoyed Nintendo's uh, Nintendo's E3. 
Now, there, there are a lot of people out there who were like, oh, they they didn't announce anything. It was a garbage E3. There was nothing Me. there. <laughs> yeah. Me. Yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> Go for it. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm hearing you. <laughs> when, when I actually broke it down and actually thought about what was actually announced and the whole idea behind Nintendo's pitch, it's like, yeah, I, I get it. And you showed us some cool stuff. There weren't too many new announcements, but we did get some really cool announcements. We got some really cool games that were shown. We got some more information. Um, yeah, it was just a really good, really good little little presentation. Uh, there were a couple of things missing, really. They they kind of caught us off guard a little bit by not announcing uh, or showing anything about Pokemon uh, Thingamabob. You know the, the the thing that we're actually here to talk about, Pokemon. They didn't, <laughs> didn't show anything to do. Bro, with they're it. keeping us dry. They've, they're giving me no no content. Oh, oh I'm livid. Yeah, man, what are we going to make content on now? We were like, oh, oh it's going to be a busy month. We're going to get loads of news, and then suddenly, bam, nothing. <laughs> Listen, I, I think we're going to be all right, mate. We we oh, yeah, trust me. I'll I'll grab content, bro, where content doesn't exist. I'll do it. I'll I'll do what all the YouTubers are doing. I'll start putting stuff like Megas confirmed. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not. I'm joking. <laughs> all right, Megas confirmed by Pokemon not being at E3. <laughs> real right. So I've got, I've got to ask you because um I don't know what what gaming systems do you own just so I know from what side of the fence you're looking at it in like what's your favorite platform what yeah, f- what yeah. platforms do you use so my my platforms that I play games on really are I've got a Switch I've got a PS4 I've got a, a fairly solid PC that can run a few games uh play a few mobile games and I've got the uh the cretinous platform that is Google Stadia as well because I got I it free. You, I thought you were. I thought you were going to throw shade. Then I said the, the the platform of known as Xbox. I'm like, yeah, let's get this podcast hated by Xbox users. <laughs> that, well, nah, I've I've never owned an Xbox. Uh, it's just never been. It's you know every family was either PS3 or P or Xbox or PS2 or Xbox. I was always the Sony side. Uh, and then there's little me in the corner holding my Game Boy like I don't care. Um, but yeah, I, I've got a Google Stadia as well because I've got it free with a YouTube Premium membership, which was actually pretty pretty decent. And they've got a good variety of games on there, but there's some yeah. pretty big issues with it. But that, that's neither here nor there. But yeah, I, I'm Nintendo through and through, basically. So, okay, first of all, I'm happy that you're Nintendo through and through because you're probably going to set the podcast a few dislikes. <laughs> <laughs> right, so listen, me and Monty spoke about this yesterday. He knows, he already knows how I feel. Listen, E3, one onesies on your side for this one. I'm lighting you up. Now, okay, <laughs> before any of you Nintendo fanboys right, come at me, before you go, oh, you're just a Pokemon fan, you know, you don't care about this one. I've owned every single Nintendo system apart from the Wii U, which, again, there's a reason why I didn't own it and why it was one of the worst consoles Nintendo. I mean, not worst, but it had, you know, the lowest what, install base. Like, there was hardly anyone. That's why half of the games have been ported to Switch because just nearly no one had it, as opposed to who had, you know, all the other consoles like the Wii and the GameCube and whatnot. Um, right, so I have I have owned every single Nintendo console, mainly for Pokemon, admittedly. But as a consumer and as someone who has bought their product, Number one, I feel like I have a right to discuss my feelings on the current product and the current is offered to me, right? 
Um, I'm not going to talk bad about something I don't own or something that I'm not a part of. So I just want to throw that little disclaimer out of the way. Right, so Wanzi, you're going to have to um, put the fires out that I cause, okay? Yeah, that's just you in general, mate, putting fires <laughs> in everywhere, starting all kinds of drama. Uh, oh, you know what? I've got to do it, man. When I feel something, I've just got, it's got to be said, listen, right? Well, you know now, what? I've, it... I've got I've got the fire extinguisher ready. I've got the hose pipe. I'm ready. Let them right, have it. Okay. So listen, DC3 was trash, okay? Now, first of all, first of all, now, this shouldn't, I shouldn't need to say this, but Planet Earth seem to think if someone doesn't agree with what you have to say, then it's the end of the world. Listen, if you like this E3, look, okay, one do you like this E3? He actually really liked it. A lot of announcements that he really liked, and he saw what they were going for. And I'm, I'm so happy for him, right? I'm not going to try and change his mind. I wouldn't be able to anyway, as he would at me. It's just an opinion, right? I'm happy he liked it. And for anyone else that liked it, I am happy for you. Go have like, yo, scream it, celebrate it. Run across the street naked, scream, and I love Nintendo okay. if you want. Maybe not that, because that's a crime, but the rest of it, <laughs> fine, yeah. <laughs> right, but listen, it was trash. I didn't like it. I <laughs> watched it, maybe it was because I watched it on a boiling hot bus. And listen, I went in with no expectations. I saw Alana Pierce's um, tweet. Do you know Alana Pierce? The, yeah, I know uh, Alana the... Pierce, the gaming journalist, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she put out a tweet saying, just please temper your expectations and you'll have a good time. So I thought, all right, well, we ain't getting Switch Pro clearly, otherwise you want to put that. Um, Breath of the World, probably going to be 2022. So you know what? Yeah, I I went in with no expectations. I went in with no expectations, right? Nothing made me happy. There was, I, I thought, all right, let's see what Smash has got. A Tekken character, okay, but listen, Master Chief was trending for three days straight because everyone wanted him in Smash. Sora was trending, um, who I was trending, Spyro was trending, Crash Bandicoot was trending, Rayman was trending. Do you know who I didn't see trend? The guy from Tekken, I didn't see that guy (laughs) trend, so why is he in Smash anyway? Listen, listen, if you if, if you wanted him in Smash again, I'm happy for you, but everybody who I saw did not want him in Smash, right. Anyway, bro, I ain't defending. I ain't defending that. Um, as, as someone who's played a few Tekken games and knows a few people in the Tekken scene, even they were just like, "Yeah, it's kind of cool." You know, we we didn't ask for this. Nobody really wanted bro, this. And not only that, right? I Star Fox couldn't care less. Any any of your fans would have come at me. Your game doesn't even exist anymore. Even the new <laughs> Tekken, bro. The Tekken character dropped him out of existence. Listen. Listen, uh, even Nintendo, right? Their franchise, Attack and Annihilated, it, it was just a symbolic message just to go, listen, the franchise is dead. It ain't <laughs> stop being revived. <laughs> let it right, let it sleep. It's had its day. And it's just sad. It's just sad. And yeah, so that announcement didn't excite me. Now, everybody's going, oh, but Life is Strange coming. Well, yeah, if you want to play it in 25, 25 frames per second, go for it. But I've got a system where I can play everything in 60 frames at 4K or 120 frames, right? For those who have only got a Switch, yeah, it's good. Fair play. I'm really... And I mean, it's pretty cool that the new Life is Strange is coming and it's not just a collection. But bro, Life is Strange 2, if you're going to bring the games, at least bring all of them, you know? Nah, bro, we, I mean, we don't talk about Life is Strange 2. Yeah, yeah, fair, fair point. And to be honest, <laughs> I, I didn't mind it too much, but... Yeah, so it was all right, I guess. It was decent, but you know. Now, and every, every hyped about the monkey ball announcement. So was I. But you know what? It's not on just the Switch. I can also play that on Xbox. So it's just like, 
All right, well, that. Um, there was that, what was that detective game where you have to guess who's the murderer? You know the name. Oh, Danganronpa. Yeah, yeah, so that Dang- did different for me, but that was trending. Loads of people was excited about that. So that's cool, I suppose, for the Switch, because apparently that, what, was never on there, I think, or something? Yeah, Danganronpa is a solid, solid game series. Um, it's the, See, the problem is, like, I, I know you're saying I can do this on my Switch. I can do... I can do this on my Xbox. I can do that on my Xbox. I get where you're coming from. You can play Life is Strange on your Xbox. You can play Danganronpa on your PS3. You can play uh, Shin Megami Tensei, um, whatever, on your, your PS4. You can, you've got all of these other consoles that you can do all these other things on. But that's Nintendo have never been in the same market. Like The Switch didn't even have Skyrim until... Well, yeah, they, they had to announce it. This Nintendo have never had a Bethesda game before, but they've got Skyrim. They've now got crash bandicoot they've now got life is strange they've now got shimogami tensei they've got persona they're, they're catching up and those announcements people are, are kind of sleeping on them this is nintendo saying yeah we're, we're coming in we're, we're getting back into the game yeah you see it, it, it's so bizarre to me right now first of all again the reason why i say i can play this on the xbox and i don't mean to throw shade at nintendo but listen for me, playing it on my Xbox, it's just a better experience. No, I get what is... you mean. I, I completely right. understand, bro. Completely get it. I know but, that the Xbox is a better console. It's It's got a better yeah, bro, frame like, per second and it, stuff. It's no, it's no shade at Nintendo, but just give me a better option to play my games. Just, right, okay. If I could, honestly, if I could play Pokemon on a different system, I would. Just because of the lag and the stutter and the frames, bro. Listen, when I play the Xbox, and again, I'm gonna, I might have, if any PlayStation fans come here, I'm, I'm not dissing your console. I'm just an Xbox fan, right? When I play a game at 60 frames per second, which is every game, by the way, and beautiful, I'm not expecting mad graphics from Nintendo. That's not what they're about. I understand that. But again, the quality of frames per second, it's such a treat to play games at high frames. And then come to the Switch, bro, and just watch my watch my, my, my hardware nearly melt in my hand because it's trying to run a game at 25 frames. It hurts my soul. I'm just like, please, please. you've announced Breath of the Wild, bro. What will that do to the Switch? What yeah, will that... I know, I get oh. that. And I know what you mean. Nintendo of a kind of... And this is coming from a Nintendo fan, by the way. I don't think you'll find a single Nintendo fan out there that would that would disagree with this. They've always lacked behind when it comes to the power of their systems. And that's that's because that's not what Nintendo are about. Sure, you can play Life is Strange on your Xbox, but on the Switch, I can play it in bed, or I can play it on the train, or I can play it on an airplane. Let let me say this to you right now. Now, I I can argue a point with that now, because I can do that on my phone with xCloud. I can I can do that. Do you know what I'm saying? Now it probably would. To be fair, XCloud probably wouldn't run as well as the Switch would. Granted, because you're streaming it, but you know the handheld argument. Unfortunately, it's coming a bit dry now because it's like that was Nintendo's thing, but now with XCloud, and I, I don't know if PlayStation will ever do a, a streaming service, but bro, like it scares me. And, I, and not to say that oh Nintendo are screwed because. No, Nintendo is a giant. It's a juggernaut. It's got Mario. It's got Pokemon. It's got Zelda. I'm not saying it's in trouble like that. It's just, you know, you kind of you. It's kind of worrying when a game that's streaming might play better than the Switch, right? Obviously, it depends on what phone you're streaming it on and whatnot. Obviously, a lower end phone probably wouldn't do that well, but 
I've streamed some games, bro, like For- Forza, and, and it runs fantastically well on xCloud, arguably smoother than the Switch. I mean, that might be a that might be false. Maybe there needs to be tests for that. But yeah, Where were you when you did that, by the way? Um, I was actually at work when I streamed Forza. There okay. was a, a when you say at work. So, sorry, I, I, I'm not trying to, you know, I don't, well, no, I'm cool, trying to be careful. Yeah, I'm happy. No, I'm happy you're you're the devil's advocate because it adds, you know, a yeah. layer. No, no, yeah. I, I mean I'm trying a lot to because I know where you work and stuff. I'm trying not to. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know it's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. when you say you're at work, were you at? Were you out? Were you at a place where you weren't connected to Wi-Fi? <laughs> All right. Um. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. To answer your question. Um. So now nah, I, I was on five G. I. Uh, where I was, I didn't have no internet, unfortunately, so I had to use 5G. Um, and again, it, I have got a very powerful phone, so I, admittedly, a lot of the people with worse phones probably won't have as nice of a, an experience with me. And it also depends in on how taxing the game is. Like, again, to be fair, the Switch probably does run it better than xCloud, but xCloud is getting optimized better and better and better and it's just a thought you know so i gotta admit i gotta admit i don't really know too much about xcloud uh, is it a separate service that you have to pay for no so here's the thing right so xcloud um so if you have game pass ultimate which is like um a bit of a higher it's like having the uh height the most expensive version of netflix right yeah, yeah if yeah. you have game pass ultimate um, you have the opportunity, so you can play Game Pass games on your Xbox, Game Pass games on your PC, and you also have access to the xCloud feature, which is on smartphones, also coming to TVs, and also coming to old-gen consoles that would be also able to play new-gen games, even if they haven't got the hardware for it, they can just stream a new game. So yeah, it, it's... So you don't own the games, admittedly. It is a Game Pass, so it's only games that are in the Game Pass not in it then you won't be streaming it do you know what i mean yeah that sounds a little bit anti-consumerist that's a bit of a red flag if i pay for the game i should be able to you know have yeah that well, game. I, I think it's like i don't think it again this isn't me sticking i'm not a, i'm not an xbox show by any means i always call out a company it's it's the fact of the matter is um it's just whatever's in game pass you can stream because let's say for example why why someone's Sorry if you can hear that skateboarding sound. Someone's just skateboarding past the window. Um, do an ollie. Do an ollie. Um, <laughs> so it's like, so for example, um, a lot of people use this argument about, uh, you know, if you don't own the game, but you have the option to buy the game. But again, um, the streaming thing has to come from the developer. They have to, you know, let you stream it. Again, apparently there's going to be updates, but right now it's only for, for Game Pass. So I see what you're saying. Maybe there'll be an option in the future. So if you own the game, you can stream it on devices and stuff. You yeah. know, if you own an Xbox game, you can play it on your PC as well. You know, you don't have to buy. With Sony, you do have to buy a separate version. Yeah. With Xbox, you don't. No, so I, that, that, you know. I get what you're saying and I get your point. Don't get me wrong, I do. Like, I completely see that, you know, you, you can do the same thing on on an xbox as you in theory you can do the same thing on xbox as you can with a switch but the difference with the no switch yeah nowhere near as well yeah the difference with the switch is the accessibility all you literally need to do is push a couple of buttons on the switch and lift it out and you're sorted it, it's as it's the switch have branded themselves right. on that 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 click 
that's yeah. As I mean, easy that's, as, that's and, why they're so successful, right? That's that's why they're yeah. so successful. So if it like, comes I, to me, I, yeah. if it comes to me on a choice of having to, you know, use my phone five G out in in the wilderness, I mean, I'm pretty sure I couldn't even. I couldn't even stream a game on like public transport or something where I've got crappy signal. Like it, yeah. When it when it comes to the switch, all I have to do is take the thing with me, and I've got access to everything in my library. Um, yeah, no, it, it was just it was just the only point I was making is like, let's say you're a dad of kids, right? You've got Game Pass at home for your kids, right? And then you think, oh, I'd, I'd like to play. Uh, I'd like to play. Um, let's use an example of a game that's on the Switch. <clears throat> Sorry, let's use a game. An example of a game that's on a Switch and on Game Pass. So Ori, for example, right? Fantastic franchise, by the way. I definitely recommend Ori. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. Oh, phenomenal! And it and it. To be fair, it was quite nice of Xbox to give it to Switch just to say, here you go. You know, it's a nice game for you. It's a fair play to them for that. But um, so let's say like you you've got Game Pass, right? Your kids have got it, so you have the ultimate um, subscription, and you're out, and you think, oh, I, you know, I, I want to play Ori. Like, I'm just saying, because you have Game Pass, the option is there just to have your smartphone with you, which everyone always has on you, and maybe have a controller in your bag or something and just connect it up by Bluetooth. But again, I see what you mean. If you have, let's say you haven't got a Switch, obviously, if you had to choose between buying a brand new console or just using xCloud, the, the chances are you're probably going to go for xCloud, right? Yeah, but, of course. I mean, if, if you have an extra 350 quid to spare, you probably buy a holiday or something yeah. instead you know like if, but if, you, if you've already got switch i mean you get all of that included so it's really for the people like if you're already an xbox fan if you're already an xbox fan stan consumer client victim whatever you want to call it um victim? you're already gonna be in there you know what i mean though you know like yeah. you're already, if you've already got the place it's it's a great addition for you if you've already got the console it's a great new thing that you can do with the console but for someone who hasn't bought a console yet, for someone who's thinking, oh, well, do I go for Xbox or do I go for Switch? That comes into play because people are like, you know what? I could get an Xbox and use xCloud to take stuff on the go, but it's not really going to be very, very good. The only, th- But with Switch, all I need to do is just grab the thing, take it I out. Think it, I think it comes... With, with that argument, it just comes down to exclusives, doesn't yeah, it? Absolutely, absolutely. Depends what games you want. Some people are just not interested in Switch games. Some people are not interested. But yeah, no, I see your point. It was just a thing I wanted to throw up. Really, was just um. But yeah, now about the E three. So again, the uh, to be honest, mate, the only thing that really got me excited was Breath of the Wild, which is next year anyway. And there is a lot of people online throwing shade at Nintendo, going, "Oh, your best games coming out." in 2022 and that was an xbox fan saying that and i'm a big xbox fan but even i said like bro half of our half of our conference was games that were coming out in 2022 i don't want to hear it you know what i mean don't come at nintendo for that when when you when your company's doing it as well so yeah it was just a i don't know it, you know you've got loads of fanboys arguing with one another it was just I don't want no one to come at me and try and say I'm an Xbox fanboy when I've owned more Switch games and I own more Nintendo consoles than I'll ever have Xbox. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, you're you're a diehard. Your Switch is like your drug. Like you, oh, you, I had you since day one. Yeah, you, you've been in since day one. You appreciate other games and other consoles, but Switch is your you know your addiction. You come back to it. You you don't even realize uh, you know yeah, how much like, you appreciate yo, it. From from a home console. If the game's on a Switch and Xbox, it will always be my Xbox. But 
obviously for exclusives, it will be the Switch. Do you know what I mean? But again, that's the only reason I play Nintendo consoles is because my favourite franchise of all time, Pokemon, is only on Nintendo consoles, right? Um, so yeah, it, it was just one of them. But E3 wasn't for me in the end. Um, again, if you liked it, you liked it. That's cool. It just, it just wasn't for me, mate. No game interested me. I, I, I at least thought we would have seen Source Splatoon, you know? At least show five minutes of that because yeah. loads of people wanted that. I don't know. I think there were a couple of things that they needed to... Like, everyone went in there like, right, Nintendo were going to do something really big. They're going to announce some really massive stuff. Yeah, that comes down to leakers as well, which, again, wasn't Nintendo's fault. I see Once again, saying. this is becoming a bit of a theme on this podcast. Screw leak culture. Leakers are not your friends. They're not your... Th- they're not influencers. They're just people who make random guesses based on, oh, my, my dad's uncle works at Nintendo. Don't listen to leakers. <laughs> <laughs> leakers yeah. they just get you riled up and then they make everything seem 10 times worse than what they said it could have been like yeah we could have had a new mario party we could have seen some new pokemon news we could have had a new mario kart we could have had a release date for wait wasn't 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 there a new mario party though yeah there, there, was, there was but like I'm, I'm just saying like we could have had all of these things together <laughs> yeah like, we could have oh, right, yeah. all of this stuff together but you know what we actually got wasn't bad we got a new mario party we got to see some breath of the wild 2 stuff we got a new Smash character. We got Shin Megami Tensei Five. We got um, Monster Hunter Stories Two. We got Life is Strange being ported over to the Switch, which was pretty freaking cool. Um, we got Danganronpa. We got the new Super Monkey Ball coming to Switch as well. We got some really cool stuff announced in this uh, this direct. Advanced Wars looks pretty good. I mean, that's a pretty beloved series. We got some worms. Yeah, that that was trending. A lot of people was excited about. It. Again, none none of them games do nothing for me. But I am really happy. I am really, really, really happy that for, there's a lot of people who only have a Switch console. And maybe you know, and I'll be honest, mate. Life is Strange. True Colors looks fantastic. Looks I love brilliant. the art style, bro. It looks so nice. Bro, it is gorgeous. And obviously, I'll be playing on my Xbox. But I'm so happy people have got the choice to be able to choose a Switch. And I think that's what this E3 was about. I can. So I think what I want to say is I can definitely understand why people liked it, but it just wasn't for me. There was right. nothing. You know what I'm saying? There was yeah, nothing yeah. that I thought. Oh, look, every, every. So for example, again, I don't want to drag this on too much, but. In the Xbox E3, I like Halo. Oh, that, that's one of my series. I like that. I saw um, the Outer Worlds 2 announced. I thought, oh, that, you know, Outer Worlds is in my top five. Love it. I thought, oh, my God, uh, you know, that's that's for me. I can't wait. But there was nothing like that in Nintendo. And again, I'm, you know, I am like a Pokemon main, but I do play Mario. I do play Zelda. I do play, you know, um, Smash. So I do play more fr- franchise, but it was just, if you liked it, you liked it, but it just weren't for me, mate. That, yeah, that's it, really. I, well. I completely get that. Um, having said that, I'd like to ask you a question. So Go for it. If you had to pick one thing that you didn't expect in the direct, that you thought, you know what, this actually looks really cool, I really like this, like your underrated pick from the direct, what would it be? Uh, okay, so... This isn't for me. Again, there was not a thing for me. No, not necessarily just Nintendo out of all of the E3. Oh, but bro, I loved Xboxes. Like, there's so many from Xbox that I could say. Like, how do you mean in what sense that, like, specifically that I love to pieces? Yeah, something that you didn't expect you were going to like that having seen. Oh, oh, something that I saw and I thought, oh, okay, this actually looks kind of dope like that. Yeah, yeah, that's it, that's it. 
Well, the one moment was the Avatar game that Ubisoft announced. I mean, Ubisoft have a bad track record, but the Avatar game does look pretty dope. I thought, okay, that, you know, that's cool. Um, trying to think, there was loads of uh, Back for Blood, which is like a Left 4 Dead type of game. It's the exact same developers of Left 4 Dead. That's coming to Game Pass Day 1. That looked really cool. Um, again, things that I didn't think, they're the only things I can really think of. Like, But the, my favourite moment of E3... I'd have to say it was, I'm not a big Forza fan, but it, oh, it just looked, it looked stupidly good, bro. Like, I, I, it's, 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 I don't want it, it's eye candy, right? It's so, so beautiful. Like, and, and again, but I'd say other than that, probably Outer Worlds too. Outer Worlds is in my top five. Um, I have yet to see Starfield. I think no one saw it yet. So yeah, but that, that's for me. What about yourself before we crack on? What, what was your favorite moment of E3 that, you know, that got you? So firstly, my, uh, my underwhelming, like underrated, sorry, underrated moment. My underrated moment of the entire thing was actually, uh, actually Danganronpa. I'm not going to lie. I, when I saw the, uh, the, the yeah, I thought you'd like that. Yeah, I, I was thought like, you'd like that. You know what? I, I, this is my jam. I, I'm going to mess with yeah. this. I'm going to have fun with this because I've, I've watched a load of anime that have the same sort of plot of like you've been trapped in a school and you've got to kill each other to survive. I love that kind of psychological horror thing with like a, a Japanese anime twist to it. it it's kind of like uh, Phoenix Wright meets Death Note meets you know, a bunch of horror stuff, you know, it's, it's, it seems really cool and I can't wait to have a go with it. Um, but my favorite moment of the entire E3, obviously, cause I didn't see too much of, uh, of the different announcements and none of the other stuff that I've seen that's been announced really interests me too much. The one thing that really caught me was like, yo, this looks kind of fire was actually the new Metroid game. Yeah. See, when you said underrated thing that got me right Metroid didn't get me. However, I know how beloved the Metroid series is. And I'm always happy when I see like a, a, a small community, like I don't want to say Metroid's a small community, but like it's a community that I feel like they never get what they want. You know, you've got yeah. the entitled, com- you've, uh, the entitled community is the animal crossing community. That is, <laughs> uh, God, don't, don't get me started, mate. Like, you think feminists are bad, mate? Try, try Animal Crossing. Oh, Animal man. Crossing. Yeah, come on. What's going on with the Animal Crossing community? I'm curious. All right, so I'm in a lot of Facebook groups at Animal Crossing for last year. For those, for those that um lived under a rock during a bandy, obviously Animal Crossing was arguably the best Switch game um that was out at the time, and nearly everyone was playing it, and I was in a community for it, and yeah, a fairly good community, but. When there's like an E3 conference and something Animal Crossing isn't announced, it's just a fireball of hate. And, well, we didn't get this. We didn't get Brewster's calf. Or, and I'm just like, oh, just the game come out last year. You've had updates every month. Calm yourself. Relax. There's Metroid fans that haven't had games in years. They had Metroid 4 announced. And then a year later, that got decimated back to its the starting point. Oh, that was you the know. worst, weren't it, bro? Yeah, like, I mean, I didn't even know that was a thing. I thought, well, where's this Metroid? And someone said, did you not know? It got, you know, again, Metroid's not my franchise, couldn't care less. But, you know, it, it, I'm so happy that the Prime, again, not my type of game. Again, the only game I've played of that style that I like is Ori. But, um, again, it was free, so I didn't have to pay for it. And, again, that's another reason why I like Xbox. Most of the games I play, I, I don't have to pay for, really. <laughs> um, you know, I'm just cheap, like, but... 
like uh, Metro Metroid. Uh, what was it called? The game? Sorry, the Dread. Uh, Dread, right? Dread, yeah. Yeah. I really like the concept. Isn't it like you're being chased constantly by that robot? Is that the whole point of did it? You like ever, you're getting chased. Did you ever play Alien Isolation? Nah, I heard about it though. Yeah. I know well, of it. Yeah, well, that that, that game is, uh, yeah, it's kind of like that, but Metroid. And that is such a cool idea. Like, Yeah, yeah. Like it, it's to drop. And I saw it and I thought, yo, there's going to be a lot of people happy about this. So that's what I mean. Like when I was watching it, I knew what communities would be happy, but there was just nothing that got me. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. No, I completely um, get that. There weren't a lot in any of the other the other companies' um, presentations that got me either. So I completely get what you're coming, you know, get what you're saying. Uh, and there weren't really a lot there in Nintendo's that I was like, yeah, that's kind of cool. That's exactly what I've been waiting for. Um, like, yo, I'll be sorry to interrupt you, mate. Um, no, that's fine. I'll be. I'll be truthful with you. The only thing that that would have saved it for me is just may, maybe do right. This is what they could have done. Could have done a 10-second teaser for Diamond and Pearl and just announce a present within the next two weeks and just leave it at that. I'd be buzzing. I think, oh, I'm happy with that. I got something from that, you know, but I, I got nothing from it. So, yeah, but no, nah, go on. What was you saying? Speaking of that, by the way, to be honest, I was kind of done with that point. So, uh, speaking of uh, Diamond and Pearl um, and that kind of stuff, why did we not get any news on either of the two games? Considering BDSP is supposed to be launching in four months. Mate, I, do you know what it is? Uh, so, we, I mean, we're done with the E3, right? So we might as well go into the next point, which is talking about this. Um, is that cool with you, yeah? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. so, okay. The... So about why we didn't get no information, this is what got me. It was like, listen, it's the biggest event of the year for gaming. Surely you'd want to show arguably, like, truthfully, what, and this is what I said to you, what has Nintendo got this year that are top 10 juggernaut selling games, right? And I mean, I'm talking sale points of Odyssey, Breath of the Wild, Pokemon. I'm talking juggernaut games, right? Metroid... I think that's going to do really well. I don't think it's breaking top 10 sales, though. I really... I, I might be wrong. I'll take the L. Listen, bookmark this or whatever. Uh, you know, what? Take, take a video of it. Uh, call me out. I'll take the L if it does. I just don't think it will. There is no juggernaut Zelda games coming out this... Um, sorry, Nintendo games coming out this year apart from um, Skyward Sword uh, H... Is that a re That's a remaster, right? It's, that's not it's a, re a remaster, yeah. Yeah, so the, H so the HD remaster. And again, people will say, oh, you're saying that because you're a Pokemon fan. No, po Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl will break records. Now, it's known that the remakes never sell as well, so I don't think it will beat Sword and Shield, but it will definitely be a, in the top 10 selling Switch games, or, in my opinion. I, I believe that. I think the top 10 selling games, two Pokemon games are in there, Sword and Shield and Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. So I, it's hard to not fathom that. Um, br brilliant diamond shining pearl will, and probably Legends Arceus will even overtake that. I don't know, but yeah. So sorry for rambling on. Nah, don't worry at all. Like I completely get it. Like I think the fact that they didn't, it's, it, I'm trying to think of how to formulate my my thoughts on this because, like, I think you're absolutely <laughs> right. Like when it comes it's to it, it is like when when it comes to this year, you're absolutely spot on. There really isn't that much that Nintendo have that it's like, you know what? I'm really looking forward to that this year. 
Whereas some of the other companies, like you've got, uh, well, you know more about this, like Outer World, Outer Worlds. There's Forza. There's um, the Elder Scrolls Online stuff. There's really yeah, not that much. To, to be honest, I'm happy you mentioned that, right? And again, I, I'm not a PlayStation fan in the slightest, but I will give PlayStation their dues. Like they are arguably one of the most loved, um, you know, uh, consoles in in the industry. And uh, what's the term I'm using? Companies, right? Um, like so, for example, with Xbox, you've had the Bethesda acquisition. Um, you know, so they've been in the news for that. Game Pass gets nothing but praise off like ninety eight percent of gaming community, unless you're a fanboy of Sony or Nintendo. Um, you know, PlayStation, all of their exclusives are always the talk of the town. Ratchet and Clank's done fantastic well. Uh, sorry, fantastically well. Um, Returnal did fantastically well. You know, we've got Xbox has got Starfield as an exclusive. And that that's good for both of them. You know, X Clouds come into TVs. They're always in the news for some reason or another. Whereas I'm like, but what are Nintendo doing? Like, you could have stole stolen the show with an announcement, a little a little teaser of the new Switch. That would have gave you some talking points, but nobody's talking about um Nintendo, and that's what upsets me. I mean, I'm not saying no one, because obviously they're juggernauts, but compared to Xbox and PlayStation, bro, it just seems like no one's talking about them. It, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I'll take the L. I'll take the L, but I, I don't know. Yeah, to be honest, you're, you're right. When when it comes to a lot of the, um, you know, a lot of the stuff this year, not a lot of it's going to be Nintendo. Um, but as a Nintendo fan, I've got to look beyond that. I've got to look to yeah. next year. And 2022 looks kind of fire. We get Mate. Breath of the Wild 2. We get Pokemon Breath of the Wild. Uh, we get... Uh, what do you call oh, it? Come on, no, there, there's um, <laughs> Hyrule Warriors uh, Breath of the Wild expansion. So we get a hat trick of Breath of the Wild stuff. It's cool. Yeah, you know what? Gaming in 2022 in general is fantastic. And again, not to go into a touchy subject, a subject but hopefully the world will be back to normal by then. And it, I think 2022 is a great year in general for a lot of people. Um, there's a lot of things happening for me in 2022, a lot of goals I want to do, as I'm sure there are for you as well, mate. But 2022 is a great year for everyone, and, and especially gaming, like Pokemon Legends Arceus, Breath of the Wild 2, which I, I do think will be game of the year, will be Breath of the Wild 2. I think nothing's beating it. I really um, hope so. And, and I'm a Pokemon fan, but Pokemon ne- will never be game of the year for me. As much as I love it, Game Freak don't put enough into it to ever make it Game of the Year for me. It'll be in my top top three of the year because of how much I love the series because I'm biased, but it will never be, you know, you got Starfield, which I just love Bethesda and I love, I loved, um, and again, I found out today that the developers of Starfield were the same developers for Skyrim and Fallout 4, not 76. So we've got the team doing Starfield that did Fallout 4 and Skyrim, which both got game of the year and both broke records and whatnot, despite, you know, Bethesda's uh, recent wrecking ball of a name in the past few years in the gaming industry. But yeah, sorry, mate, to agree with you, 2022 is looking good, man. Yeah, for, 2022, for all is look, 2022 is looking like the one. And I really hope for everyone's sake um, that for gaming, for life in general, for people's personal lives, that, it really is everything that we're hoping for and more. Yeah, I think I agree, mate. I'm 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 excited for 2022 for loads of different reasons. Um, November will be the 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 month where I start 
streaming. So by the time you know twenty twenty two starts, I'll I'll be in the streaming, uh, not industry, but I'll be in the streaming department of entertainment. You'll be in the scene. You'll be in the community. Yeah, I'll be in the community. I'll be making big steps towards that, and God, God hope that the trainer lounge is doing well i i mean regardless I, I love doing this whether we had no viewers or 10 it's a thing for me i love doing it so yeah man 2022 is going to be a good year bro I, for gaming in general but um is there anything else you want to talk about on that subject now nah, we're all good let's uh let's steam right ahead yeah i think to be fair as much as i didn't want e3 to take up a massive portion it was always going to it was to, always it's just, gonna bro it's such a it's, divisive it's, one yeah, yeah. Such, such a big topic but yeah that no, was a good discussion man thank you for uh to be a fair i'm glad you were there to talk about it because if you wasn't i genuinely think i just would have it would have been a storm on nintendo from me bro <laughs> You'd like, i'm happy that shade wouldn't you yeah you're the one that's got the lightning rod just to absorb the, <laughs> just to just to call down the uh call down the wreckage but right so okay i want to go into this tv takes the next topic a little thing i want to mention i did mention at the start but to go into detail so my fiance wants to play a little bit of a role in the website and um and that would be taking pictures of certain pokemon she likes doing that sort of thing anyway so it's her thing um yeah and we're going to be uploading them on the gallery on the website which i still i still need to make that but when deciding to do it that will be a thing for the uh website it'll be like an exclusive website thing and for the trainer lounge instagram so you know that's what will be on the instagram will be pictures and stuff so it's just a little thing for people to have a little look at you know maybe we'll host um Host some uh, challenges for people. What's not the word? What well, that's not the word. Challenge or a competition, right? Competitions, yeah. Yeah, host some Pokemon competitions. Who can take the best? You know, out using any, uh, you know, Photoshop. Anyway, stuff like that. But we can do a that tease taking that role. So that should be cool for the podcast and just the um, the trainer lounge brand itself. To be fair. Um, yeah, so that that's all I wanted to say on that. I don't know if you've got anything to add, but that's a bit of a you know, know mini I'm looking type. forward to seeing it. I'm looking forward to seeing some uh, some artistic flair come out of tea because uh, the Pokemon Go like photography community, there's actually quite a, a few people who enjoy doing that. So uh, mm-hmm. you've got some really good, interesting stuff out of it. Uh, like there's my, one of my favorite memes is the guy who uh, took a picture of uh, a Pidgey through Pokemon Go right next to uh, he he cooked two eggs. <laughs> <laughs> and the pigeon's just looking at the eggs like what <laughs> so like, yeah there's, no there's, there's some cool stuff out there that you can do with it and i'm looking forward to seeing what t can do yeah man i mean again i support her regardless what she does and we have spoke about this though for the milestone episode you know for like the celebration i'm not going to count episode 10 really but it's just a cool episode to have that with digits but for like for the 25th the 50th you know the big milestone episodes i kind of want all three of us on the episode i think that'd be really dope i hope that's cool with you you know get us yeah get all three of the hosts all three of the hosts together have a laugh i think it'd just be a cool thing man and it's a, that's why I like the two separate episodes. It's a really cool dynamic. Me and you go into heavy news, whereas me and T go more into the Pokemon Go, but more of a little speculation on the franchise. And it's just a nice little um, fre- uh, breath of fresh air, right? 
for each the episode. Breath so. of the Wild of Fresh Air. Breath of the Wild. Oh, yeah, I knew that was coming. I set myself <laughs> up for that one, to be fair. But yeah, so, all right. So, Mellow Air was announced for GoFest, which, of course, it was based off music. That was no surprise. They tweeted out a silhouette trying to be cool, and everybody knew who it was. It was just like, yep. Um, yeah, this is a thing I want to mention. The current version of Pokemon Go is broke. Um, oh, Niantic, why? So this isn't a Pokemon Go episode, uh, essentially, but I've got to warn people. Um, I have got the new version, and why, by broke, it's just extremely laggy. Um, I was throwing a Pokeball, and it's just, like, when I talk about frames per second, bro, the Switch makes this look phenomenal. Uh, <laughs> It, it, that's how bad this version is, bro. Like, they need to hot patch this rapid. Again, it's really awkward now to try and revert back to an old system. And there's a lot of reports in the community of um, a lot of people who suffer with epilepsy having problems oh, because that's, of... That's bad. Mm -hmm. That's really yeah, bad. So, 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 yeah, if you've got the, the current patch, uh, <laughs> be careful. Be very careful. Uh, yeah. Try, if, if you are someone that suffers with uh, epilepsy, and, and is prone to seizures, especially. Please be very, very careful when you're uh, when you're playing the game. Uh, I might even, I, I would say, do not play the game while you're if you have this patch and you are one of the people suffering from that. So please just be very, very careful. Uh, we care very much about everyone's safety. We we don't want anyone getting hurt. Um, mm -hmm. And Niantic, sort this out asap. This is bad. Yeah, I think. Um... What what Niantic are doing for the future of Pokemon Go is fantastic. Um, I did speak about this on episode eight, on the solo episode. They have added a ridiculous amount of assets into this update. And um, we've got like a new loading screen and whatnot. But we've got so many new updates coming, like um, quest making, where players can make their own quests. And, you know, you would walk around your neighborhood. And if someone's made a quest in your neighborhood, it's like basically Ingress had a system where you'd go from stop to stop. And it sort of like told the story of an area kind of thing. Yeah, that's kind like, of fire. Yeah, they're bringing that to Pokemon Go. And again, I can understand why it's happening. I'm not excusing it. Definitely fix this because it's dangerous for people. Um, thankfully, I don't suffer with problems. that I know people that do. It's not, apparently it's not a wide range issue, but listen, accessibility right now in gaming is important. Um, I'm just, please fix this before, you know, we, we don't want any catastrophe. And Niantic already get a bad enough name as it is. So just, <laughs> Just fix this one. But yeah, so um, the TCG got a new um, set announced called The Evolving Skies. Um, the Evolving Skies? Does it have yeah. anything, and I'm just taking a random guess here, does it have anything to do with evolution? You know what? It does. And <gasps> it's, got, it's got something to do with the evil, sorry, the evolution Pokemon. <gasps> you mean Magikarp? I mean, Magikarp, the one that can evolve into Dark Gyarados, um, Fairy Gyarados, uh, <laughs> for anyone that gets Fire confused. Fire Gyarados. They're like, <laughs> like, what? No, okay. So the set's heavily based off Eevee and its evolutions. Obviously, there's, there's more. There's obviously not just them Pokemon, but um, a lot of the packs have the evolutions. And I believe there's a trainer box you can buy that's got all of the evolutions in cool, like, um, you know, trading card skins to hold your card. So... When we don't really go into TCG on this podcast, but there it's massive and people love it. So yeah, that's coming. Um, that should be interesting if you can get a pack. Nowadays, scalpers and everything keep. I mean, what shops are refusing to sell packs in America because of how rough it's getting. With, oh, you know, absolutely. People, 
It's pretty but, mad over there, isn't it, man? I've, I've seen reports of people fighting each other in the shop just to grab a, <laughs> you know, like a box of cards. It's it's crazy. Like it's cards, bro. Make your money through Bitcoin or something. There's no point going crazy over Pokemon cards. Uh, yeah, you know what it is. Yeah, that's again not to go into this massively, but that's the saddest thing is the people that are fighting over it are not people who love Pokemon. It's people who want to make money off off this this you know um, this part wave. of the this like, wave that's happening because Logan Paul influxed a load of people into the community that thought I can make yeah. hundred grand off of a Charizard. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, yeah. And he, he wore that to his fight, right. And the necklace, he wore yeah. the um, braided 10. On yeah, his I, I, I have nothing to like, nothing against Logan because he's brought a lot of, uh, it's not Logan's fault. He's just, you know, he's yeah, brought a load of people to the fault. community, but you know, it's, it's a, it's a side effect of something that he did. And, it's not his fault, but it's it is his fault at the same time. I don't blame him, but it is his fault. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Um, but yeah, so um, listen, if again, as once he's just said, just do some else of your money, man. If you want to make money, there's much better methods of making money in life. Like, you know, I mean, if if you're a good looking person, you, you know, even if you're not going to do an OnlyFans, you're probably still going to make more off that than you. Or will. if you're Poker Master Holly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so both. Air horns. yo, we're trolls, man. Don't come at us. You're not going to anyway. We'll just end you. Listen, it's just, um, jokes. It's just jokes. Don't kill me, please. <laughs> I've seen that video. That's funny. That is. <laughs> I need to share that with you. It's funny. Yes, I'm, so, I'm silly, bro. Oh, oh, banter. Um, <laughs> yeah, so right. Um, TCG said, Listen, just let let families like yo imagine having a son and daughter and they love Pokemon and they just love having the cards and they can't get the new set and it's their joy having these Pokemon cards. And because some 40 year old nerd and sells them online, ah, it just annoys me, man. Don't do that, don't be that person. Yeah, um, yeah. Let, let, let people enjoy it. Let people enjoy the things yeah, they man. enjoy. Yeah, man, exactly. Right, so the biggest event of the... And no, not E3. And no, not Diamond and Pearl launch. Happened in Pokemon Go, right? We will be going into this heavily on Sunday, right? Quick plug. If you love Pokemon Go, check out, check out Sunday's episode. We, we go into Pokemon Go heavily. We go into it massively. And the biggest Pokemon event has just been announced, right? Now, there was an event once, you mate, that got, um, it was like hinted at. And it was an event called the, uh, a surprise, a surprise event that you can sink your two front teeth into. <gasps> and, um, and now I, I, bro, I joke you not. I, cause I'm quite known in the community, obviously in discord, bro. In, in my where I live, my local community, I had messages off the board, bro, going, at Flabberdash, did you see the news? Have you saw what the event is? Because for those that don't know, I've walked Bidoof over 2,000 kilometres and I've got 8,000 candy for it. Yeah, but um, you've shown me it. It's mad. Yeah, yeah. So I love Bidoof and there is a huge Bidoof event coming to Pokemon Go. I'm not joking. I feel like that's a troll. And I'm what is so this excited. event? What is this event, bro? That this earth-shattering, crazy event that's coming to Pokemon Go, bro? This event, right now, some people will think I'm trolling. This is—I will—I swear to you, this is not a joke. I, I put 
everything on this. I will play more during this event than I ever have because I love Bidoof, I love catching Bidoof, I love walking it, it's my thing, right? And so the event, basically, for a whole week, it's a Bidoof It's a Bidoof outbreak. It is an onslaught of Bidoof in Pokemon Go. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and Shiny Bidoof makes it... Bro, this is what Niantic have done. On one day, if you catch a Bidoof, you can get a Bidoof with Ice Beam. The next day, you can get a Bidoof with Thunderbolt. And then the next day, you can get a Bidoof with Shadow Ball, bro. And it's not even viable in PvP. They're just doing it for jokes. <laughs> bro, yeah, but... I... Oh, when can it. I get a Bidoof that has judgment, though? Oh, <laughs> Listen, maybe an AR and the yeah will let you do that. And I actually play God Bidoof, God Bibarel with oh, yeah. judgment. But I, I am not joking, you, bro. But ah, oh, bro, for real. But I'm I'm not joking. This is a literal event that's happening in Pokemon Go, and I am severely excited for it. But Again, more people always on their bikes now. Jesus Christ. Sorry about that. I am deadly excited for it. But check out Sunday's episode. Me and T will be going into that more. And I will be giving out a lot of advice for people um, when it comes to... That's fairly obvious. But there's, bro, like, for real ones, this event's ridiculous. Like, on the last day of the Bidoof outbreak, if you put, like, a lucky egg on, you have eight times um, XP. Like, so it's like double XP, but it's eight times, bro. Like, it's the biggest event boost we've ever had in Pokemon on a Bidoof event. It's unreal. Listen, this event was made for me. I don't care. Don't come at me. This event <laughs> is for me, okay? But again, Sunday. And, and what a mad episode to celebrate as well. The episode we go double digits will be an episode about my mascot. How weird is that? That's a bit... That's, that's what that's we weird. call the fates aligning. You've got friends at Niantic, bro. You must have oh. friends at Niantic for this. Bro, listen, there's been a guy on every single Pokemon Go post asking for Cowboy Caterpie. Um, <laughs> have you, I, don't if you, I don't know if you knew that, but this is dude, right? He's literally on Twitter called Cowboy Caterpie. Every single tweet Pokemon Go put out, he just puts... Cowboy Caterpie in Pokemon Go, please. Every tweet. If you go on there now and look, you, you'll see him straight away. He's just there. He's in every tweet. He's famous in the community. And he's, oh, he's been doing it for years, bro. And he still hasn't go got find it. Him. I'm going to go find him as uh, as we talk here. Cowboy Caterpie. Bro, yeah, just just go on, to, go on to Pokemon Go. Go on to a recent tweet and you'll see him. You'll just see him. Cowboy Caterpie, please. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm pretty sure you'll see him. Let's... Uh... Can we have a can we have a little little shout out to let's have a little look what's going on here then? Uh Pokemon. Bro. I found him. I found him. <laughs> you found him, yeah. So bro, he's him. there. He's bro, he's there in every tweet, right? And he's been asking for this for years, right? Bro, he spawned a bunch of copycat accounts. Yeah, yeah, bro. He, there's so many accounts now that are asking for Pokemon. Um, and do you know what's mad? I put an I put um a thing the Niantic going. Day one of asking for shiny Bidoof. I only ever tweeted it once because I just couldn't be bothered to do it every day like Cowboy <laughs> Caterpie. And the best part about it is the event's announced, bro. On the Well, not on the day where the 10th episode is, but the episode where we talk about it is the 10th double-digit episode. Oh, it's just, it's dope. Listen, only I could make a seven-minute segment about Bidoof on a pod. <sighs> Crazy. <laughs> yeah, only you, bro, only you. Right, okay, we've got I say we've got about a few more topics before we go into the last segment, bro. That cowboy cat done it. 
So we've got the legend in in the podcast, everyone. Welcome to welcome Cowboy Cap. <laughs> hey, uh, I got one request. Uh, can you please put Cowboy Caterpie in Pokemon Go, please? Listen, if you don't do it, I'll just keep posting on every bro. They, they've got to be getting annoyed by now, just seeing it, thinking, "Oh, just go away." Like... <laughs> nah, bro, they're probably loving it. They're probably like, "Oh, it's this guy again." Oh, I wonder how long he's gonna do it for, bro. I, I, do you think they ever will? Because like they put like, that that was a thing with Wormpool. Everybody wanted a Wormpool party hat for jokes, and they actually did it. Um, yeah, I reckon they'll probably do it eventually. Bro, like, yeah, I mean, I think that. Listen, they've gave me my event. This is the event I've always wanted in Pokemon. I, I could live happily now. I've had my event, and there's people in the community, bro, in my community that think they'll be able to get more shiny Bidoof than me, and I've just laughed at them. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious about how many you're going to get. You're gonna well, get... I mean, listen, I got 42 Gibbles in one day. What? 44, sorry. What? How many do you think I'll get in a week? No, it's game over. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm going to say, right, I reckon, I'm going to make a bet. If you can't find at least 50 Shiny Bidoof, uh, you're not a real Bidoof fan. Okay, and... in fairness, let, let me quickly throw this in before we start, right? The odds of finding a Pokemon on um, Community Day is 1 in 26. The odds of finding them during this event is like 1 in 250. So, like, I don't think I'll be getting as many as I did Gibble, truthfully. Hey, but listen, never know, bro. Not with that attitude. you gotta, you got to keep right, positive, positive true. mental attitude, bro. Positive mental attitude. Bro, I've, let me just quickly reply to this. Um, hold on. Okay, just uh, time to have a little message. Can you still hear me, yeah? Yeah, I can hear you, bro. I can hear you. Right. So, yeah. Um, okay, I've, I've already... Like, obviously, I meet up with my fiance on Saturday, and we sometimes play, you know, Pokemon Go Town for a bit. Like, yo, bro, I've already said to her, I'm going to town on Saturday, bro. When this event, the event's from like the 25th to the second, I believe. It's like a whole week, right? Um, and I'm gonna be uptown, bro, from seven o'clock in the morning until I see my partner. Oh, um, yeah, so wild. Um, I'm gonna be doing that, like ham, but um. You ready for the next segment? I'm ready, bro. I'm ready for Freddy. Ready for Freddy. Right. So again, for anyone that listen, you may think we've gone into it this episode. We we haven't gone into it. If you want to hear more about this event and every single Pokemon event that gets announced, please check out Sunday's episode. I don't know. Um, a lot of people in my community let me know they watched episode eight and they said that they quite liked, you know, the announcements are done. I, I don't know if you I don't know if you did watch it, bro. No worries if you didn't, but I did a whole episode based on a PvP season in Pokemon Go and all the best mons to use. Just lo loads of stuff. Episode 8 was cool. It was a small episode, but listen, there's a lot of information on that episode, so check it out. But um, yeah, so I think I'm going to leave this to you. So I've, I've wrote a note about Serapy, uh, sorry, Sarah B and past events. Um, yeah. And yeah, I'll let you go into this, bro, because you know more about this than me. So let, let's just set the scene for this one. So uh, as people may not know, Sarah B is the the, the most, uh, it's, in my opinion, and in many people's opinions, it is the trusted source for Pokemon news. Um, and Sarah B had been saying, Joe Merrick, the owner of Sarah B, had been saying for a while, don't get your hopes up, temper your expectations. Um, Pokemon aren't always in E3. Um, 
so be careful. Um, but you can't tell people anything these days because people then started to be like, oh, well, Pokemon's never been in E3. It's never, ever happened. Um, and then Joe Merrick is like, you know what? I've had enough of this. I'm fed up with having to fight um, misinformation on everything that I say, on everything that, <laughs> that, that people put out there about the franchise. Uh, and has decided to go back and have a look at every single time that there's been like a, a direct um, and every time there's been an announcement and you know, find out what happened in that event, what was revealed uh, and when it was, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so he's archiving this stuff now just so that people stop being dumbasses. I am the law master. How dare you challenge my knowledge? <laughs> <laughs> yo, but for real though, man, like, yo, if, 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 okay, if I put to Joe Merrick, yeah, I played Ruby, and he said to me, no, you didn't, you played Sapphire, I'd be like, yeah, that's true, yeah, okay. Right, yeah, Sapphire, you didn't play yeah. Ruby, you played mm -hmm. Sapphire, bro. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I haven't got Sapphire, I've got Ruby here, but even if he told me that, I'd be like, yeah, no, you, you must be right. <laughs> but I, I do not, do not, I, that blew my mind, bro, that one video, and he was with his partner, and bro, like, she was just reading out poll collection numbers, I don't, you've probably watched it, and he was yeah, just I've getting... Seen it. I've seen it. And he got flustered because he got one wrong. I'm like, bro, you've just read out like 700 Pokemon. Give yourself a break. What? But yeah, um, see, I, I do want to say something about this though. And um, this is not, not defending the people coming at Joe Merrick off, obviously. Like, again, it, Joe Merrick's a fantastic source for Pokemon. I, most of the time when I use Pokemon of the Week, um, a percentage of what I write is from Cerebi. Again, I, I don't think that's plagiarism because he gets it from the sources of Pokemon code themselves, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so the start of the point. Now, Pokemon have appeared at E3s. That is the truth. However, since there has been Pokemon Presents, there's never been a Pokemon at E3. Now, again, I may have been wrong, but someone said that to him in the comments. They said, well, since... And I saw this on Joe Merrick's post. They said, well, since there's been a Presents... From my knowledge, the two haven't overlapped. So would you say that Presents has took over from E3? And he said, I believe so. Uh, or, or he was like, yes, probably. So I, I can kind of understand people saying, oh, well, Pokemon's never been at E3. Oh, I, I don't understand that. But it's understandable to not expect Pokemon at E3 because, you know, they, they do Presents now. They don't necessarily do E3. They have done until Presents was a thing. So I want to throw that out there. But, yeah, don't start saying things have never happened when they have, because that's ridiculous. You'll get proven wrong in seconds. Yeah, unless you're 100% certain and you've done the research, just just don't speak. Just just keep your mouth shut, because unless you know <laughs> what you're talking about, you're, you're chatting, bull, and you don't deserve to be talking. So cal calm down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love it when Monty's on smoke, bro. I'm not, it's always me on smoke, but I like... It, the, the last time you lit up on, on the podcast, I think it was, you know what? Yeah, listen here, I drive, and you just went crazy. You just broke, you went, Mate, and like, I was just there, like, oh, oh no. I get angry, bro. Oh. That's what happens with me. I get angry at these things. Cause oh, yeah. I mean, for those that don't know, I do know ones in real life. We've been friends now for, you know what's mad, yeah? Well, this I, would I, be I, wouldn't, I wouldn't call us friends. What are you on about? What are you on about? Oh, we're, we're not friends. I mean, we're frenemies. Yeah, of course. Frenemy. Oh, God, don't, don't even. <laughs> Enemies, both enemies and friends, you know what I mean? It's one of them. Um, now, but, so I have known onesie, believe it or not. Next year, bro, would be the 10th year that I met you, which is crazy, right? It's crazy, bro. Um, 
like and we talk about 2022 being a good year too. So yeah, yeah and um, you know, shout out to Wanzi, being a real good friend over the years. Yeah, also man. shout out me. to me, I'm the best. Bro, I? for real, listen for real. I, I gotta give, I gotta give Wanzi's jubies. Not one to take compliments, but Wanzi has helped me out a lot in my life. Um, a specific time when I needed work, Wanzi was the only person who got me a job at that time, and I, I severely needed it. So for real, bro, shout out to Wanzi. Listen, top guy, top guy, but. That's why, like, he's he's the one that tends to calm the fires of the podcast that I cause. But you know, once he goes off, I've seen him go off, bro. Like, I've seen you go off at work as well. I've seen you. Uh, I've seen you do your business. <laughs> <laughs> you've seen me go off at work, yeah. Man. You've you've seen me go off, but but yeah, I can never take compliments, man. I just don't even know how to like. That's but but yeah, you, you've also been there a hell of a lot for me. Um, and yeah, like. Yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, I, I I tend to not bring the smoke. I tend to be the the calm voice uh-huh. of reason. So if I've got something to say, if I'm, you know, if, if I'm going at it, probably because I'm personally annoyed by it. So yeah, there there are a couple of things that have happened in the community that have annoyed me at times, like uh, <coughs> age right, uh, and that kind of stuff. Bro, you, you're all right. You had a bit of a coughing fit then. Did you, I? You know yeah. what? I didn't even notice. No, no, just, yeah, no. It sounded like you said. I mean, it could have just could have just been imagination. But yeah, we... <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, listen. So we've gone to that. Yeah, just listen. Don't give Joe Merrick grief. The guy's got to do. Do you know what though? For real, like, uh, tell me if I'm wrong. And again, I, I don't want to speak about Joe Merrick like I know the guy. But I'm assuming this is his job, right? He, he, I'm assuming he gets paid now full time for. Being a Pokemon, I think you know, so. Yeah, I, th- I think he's uh, he's been paid f- like he-, he gets that bag from it, so he's doing all right. Yeah, I mean, and that's not to say he doesn't deserve it. Like, the oh, work he absolutely he does. The absolutely. work, bro. He has done more for the community. Like any streamer that I know that does Pokemon, when they go to search something up, they search it up on Cerebi, bro. Like, listen, Cerebi is the place to be for Pokemon and. Cerebi's been helping me ever since I had the internet. So, for real, Joe Merrick, just thank you for what you do, man. Um, also, I appreciate the interact. Oh, excuse me. Well, I had the Pepsi then. Pepsi was attacking my throat. What happened? <laughs> the Pepsi was attacking you. Yo, real talk real quick. What's uh, what's your favourite kind of Pepsi? Um, right. <laughs> I'm so boring. I like Pepsi Max um, or Cherry. Cherry's okay. but Cherry probably for the week. Pepsi Cherry Max. any day of the week, bro. I think, I think, yeah, I do like classic, but uh, yeah, no, I'm not a Coke person. I'm a Pepsi person myself, but um, yeah. Good, good answer. Good answer. Right. Um, yeah. Shout out to Joe Merrick. Sorry for throwing that in. No, fair enough. Um, moving on swiftly. Uh, I know you've got a few more things to talk about, but I have a little, uh, a little segment for you quickly. Go for it. All right. Go for so, it. um, last year, uh, I think it was either 2019, 2020, uh, Yes, it was uh, 26th of March, 2020. Uh, have you heard of the BBC show Mastermind? So I know of it. Um, it's it been a few years since I've ever watched it. Fair enough. Well, basically, it's a, it's a quiz show um, where you will answer some general questions uh, and then you get to pick a specialty topic uh, and you will be asked a load of questions about your specialty topic. Um, and I watched this, this episode um, and I thought... I would like to test you because one of the guys on the show picked Pokemon as his specialty topic. And I would like to test you and see how you do with the exact same questions 
that this guy oh no <laughs> why are you about to light me up bro oh, I'm a light trust me trust me you're gonna be fine Absolutely are you sure fine. bro oh no he's saying this now and i've no i've been known to just say dumb things but go on go for it fire right so are you ready i believe so <laughs> okay so firstly uh what's your name hi everyone i'm flubberdash and what is your occupation Occupation. Um, I am a support worker, and outside of that, I do a really unprofessional Pokemon podcast with some moron called Wanzu. <laughs> I think you'll find this is the number one <laughs> podcast in the world. Thank you very uh-huh. much, bro. Uh huh. Real talk. Real okay. talk. Okay, so uh, you 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 run a dumb podcast. I get it. Um, and your specialty subject is Pokemon, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pokemon, yeah. Okay. Or Ten Ten, but we'll have Pokemon today. Oh, okay. We're just going to do t- uh, just do Pokemon today. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. So you have two minutes uh, and your time will begin uh, as soon as I can get my timer up because I- I'm not prepared. Your time starts now. In the first episode of the television series, uh, a young boy leaves his, his home village of Pallet Town on his 10th birthday to achieve his ambition to become a Pokemon master. What's his full name? Um, I believe his name is Ash Ketchum. Yep. In the 2019 live-action film Pokemon Detective Pikachu, the voice of Pikachu is provided by which actor? Ryan Reynolds. Correct. Uh, Pokemon Go, an augmented reality game in which players can catch virtual Pokemon on their mobile devices, was developed by an American software company which originated as a startup within Google. Which company? Niantic Incorporated. Yep. What's the name of the Veilstone City gym leader who appears... In Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, in the television series, she refuses to do battle with Ash because her confidence has been shaken after a defeat by Paul. Mylene, Mylene. I'll accept that. Uh, In a 2016 film, a Pokemon crashes down from the sky in a cloud of dust and is bound to Ash Ketchum by a mysterious force. Which Pokemon? Uh, Do you know what? I don't know, but I really don't know, but I'm going to say Meltan. Uh, the correct answer is Volcanion. Uh, which of the original 151 Pokemon categorized in the Pokedex as Wild Duck is invariably seen carrying a stalk? It is said to fight other Pokemon for stalks. Farfetched. Yep. In the official Pokemon trading card game, Roaring Skies, Furious Fists and Primal Clash are expansions to which series of cards? Sword and Shield. X and Y. Uh, which oh, Pokemon God. type, uh, sorry, which poison type Pokemon that evolves from Gulpin spurts, uh, bear with me, sorry. Uh, which poison type Pokemon that evolves from Gulpin spurts toxic prey from its spores when it's weakened? The Pokemon gulps down a whole Pokemon in its cavernous mouth. Swallot? Absolutely correct. And one final question. Uh, which renowned scientist is the leader of the villainous team? Uh, and that team is Team Flare, based in the Kalos region. Oh, see, um, you know what? Uh, it was the one. It was the one story that I found boring as well. Lysander. Absolutely correct, bro. So uh, you only got one of those incorrect. Uh, I believe I asked I got, you. No, I got two. I got two. I got the TCG one. Oh, so sorry. Yeah, the, the TCG one. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. So you got two of those incorrect, and you scored a very, very. Um, a very, very decent total, actually. Uh, I believe eight out of ten. 
Okay. So on the show, how much do you reckon the guy got? I mean, did I questions. get more? Did I get more than him? Uh, I'm not going to say yes or no. How many do you reckon he got? <laughs> All right, because I think I'm I know more about Pokemon than him. I could be completely wrong. I think he got five, right? Uh, he actually only got three. Oh, uh, what? And one, what? Of the, one of the ones he got wrong. Well, the two of the ones he got wrong were he didn't know who Niantic were, and he didn't know who Ryan Reynolds was. <laughs> Right. Uh, now, did you get any of them wrong thinking of it? Like when I got the TCG one as the only one that was incorrect. Okay. I mean, I, I, I've never... Is that the movie then, the Volcanium one? Yeah. Because I've that, that, that's, that's one of the... Yeah, one of the only ones in recent memory which uh, which I haven't seen. Uh, sorry, yeah. which I have seen, sorry. That's the one of the only recent ones I have seen. I don't watch the Pokemon movies very often, um, but that was one. But uh, yeah, thank you for, for thank you for playing along with that, Gaz. Uh, that this has been your uh, your Pokemon Mastermind, and we'll see you back next week for another instalment. Yo, for real, I would actually really like it if that could be a staple. That would be dope. Um, I had fun doing that. Absolutely, I'll bring it back next week. Yeah, man, that sounds good. Hopefully, I need to, what, what did you think? Did what did you think I'd get personally? You know, I mean. I was expecting uh, I, eight or nine. I thought you would do okay. as well as yeah. you did. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, yeah, um, to be honest, I thought, oh, no, here we go. When you said that, I thought, come from the sky. I'm thinking, if it ain't like a habitat on Earth, I'm thinking Meltan. Because you said 2019, and that's when that got revealed. So I, I just assumed that. Um, And then, um, again, I'm not a big TCG player. But, yeah, no, that was cool, man. Oh, so that was dope. I'm happy that we did that. That broke up the show a little bit. So we have two more things to talk about before we go on to the Pokemon of the week. Okay. So um, this is a little quick thing. You can, there is a code and you can also see this on Cerebee's website. Little, little plug for Joe right there. Not that he needs it. I'm pretty sure everyone in the community knows about Cerebee. Um, there is like a Sandaconda event, GMAX Sandaconda. And with this code, I believe it will get you a raid, a max raid battle with Sandaconda. I think that's correct, right? Yeah, I believe so. Um, if you enter in the code correctly, uh, you will have uh, a battle with a GMAX Sandaconda. And the last little bit of news before the final segment, which is Pokemon of the Week, is um, literally five hours before we started recording this, Pokemon announced that there will be some Unite news tomorrow. Now, this episode will be live tomorrow, so when you're if you're listening to this, the chances are it's already out. Um, so yeah, if for anyone, ex- I mean, there was a lot of people talking about how it would be a thing this month, so I think we are getting Unite this month. Um, anything I'm that you're excited about? Though, that? I'm I'm excited for Unite. You know me, I'm a massive League of Legends player. I rot on MOBAs. Yeah, this I is going to be wanna, my game, bro. I want to play this with you. If that's cool. So I mean, you could do. Maybe an, probably not an episode and a whole episode themed off it, but I mean, you could definitely make this a big thing for one of the episodes just to talk about and um, our experience. So, if that's cool with you, if we could play that, you know, and um, absolutely, mate, I'm down for that. Yeah, man, that sounds cool with me, right? So, there have been all your segments for this week. Um, now, I always like Pokemon of the week again, we debuted it last week with Bidoof. Um, of course, the debut episode had to be Bidoof. Um, and Onesie got it extremely quickly. Now, I don't know what gave it away. I want to say the Pokedex number did. So 
I'm going to avoid telling you the Pokédex number, and I'm going to avoid telling you the type of the Pokémon too. Oh, okay, okay. Right, so I've got this book. I've wrote everything down. Right, Alexa, light on. (laughs) I'm not sure which lights you want. Oh, bro, why are you doing this? Gaz, Gaz is light. Sorry. Oh, bro. Alexa's not having it. Alexa's not having it. Right, I'm going to turn it on with uh, my app. Oh, she had to do this, didn't she? Of course she right, did. Okay. I've got it on. I've got it on. Never mind. Thanks, Alexa. You, 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 uh. um, <laughs> right. So, Pokemon of the week. Right, we're going to do a jingle. Listen, before we get into this, I want me and Wanzi, because for those that don't know, if you live under a rock, me and Wanzi produce some very decent music, if I do say so ourselves, myself. Um, if I do and, say so myself, if I do say so myself, and if it's and if Pope other than Pokemon, we both share um, a taste in music and we both share an ambition in music. And I would like us to go to the studio one day to perhaps record like a little jingle, you know, a little maybe mess about song for the podcast to Some feature there. on an intro or for for cutting off segments. You know what yeah, I mean? Like keep a, your eyes peeled here, and we'll uh, we'll potentially yeah, have but, something for you soon. You might hear a little a little uh, onesie singing Pokemon of the Week. Anyway, so let's get into the Pokemon of the Week, right? Now, um, I'm going to give you the Pokedex. Um, I had to find one that didn't give it away, and I don't think this does. It avoids unnecessary disputes, but it will decimate anything that threatens its pride. Right? So that's the first one. Now... Again, it's a very proud Pokemon. If anything that tries to attack its pride, um, it, it, it don't like it. Again, I wouldn't guess yet. Um, I'm going to give you some more information, right? Okay. Sorry. Um, yeah, so the stat total is 530 for this Pokemon. Okay. Right? I'm not going to give you the Japanese or the French name because that would also give it away. Um, okay. It's EV yield is... Um, special attack and its strongest stat is also special attack. Strongest stat is special attack, it's EV yield is special attack. Okay, yeah, right. Its hidden ability, um, okay, its hidden ability is defiant. I don't want to give away its main ability because that might give it away. And tell me if I'm wrong, but if a Pokemon tries to lower your stats, your attack will be raised, right? Sharply raised, Yeah, sharply raise your attack by two stages if you... Which uh... is ironic because the Pokemon specials in special attack and not attack. But I believe, I believe it can be built with attack. Um, right. This is... <laughs> um, it resembles a... Um, okay, so there was a Legend of Zelda. Have you ever played Legend of Zelda Wind Waker? Yes, I have actually. Yeah, it's a really good game. You know, the character called is it Daphne's No Handsome, like a king or something? I can't think of what the character's name is. I might have mentioned that. Yeah, this Pokemon resembles him. A lot of people have said the Pokemon resembles him. It's a fairly majestic Pokemon. Um, okay, right. And this is your final clue before I start chipping away at some bigger hints that might give it away. This was also one of the main Pokemon in Pokémon tournaments. 
I think I have it. Okay. Would you like to have your first guess? I think I think I've got it spot on. Actually, I think it's Empoleon. So we're about to find out if you're right. The Pokemon of the week is Pokedex number three hundred and ninety-five, the Water and Steel type Empoleon. Yeah, boy. So congratulations. Um, I think that was quite a tricky one to begin with. Um, I'm really impressed you got that fair play to you. Um, the clues was not easy at all. I think I think I, I quite like doing a Pokemon of the week like this because it gives people who are listening a chance to follow along with the clues. And you know, I like yeah. that. I like that. Solid. Yeah, man. But congratulations, you got it. But let's get into some Empoleon stuff. Um, the reasoning for featuring Empoleon. Really, uh, for number one, it's my favorite starter. Of actually, that's a thing. One before we go into it, what's your starter for Sino? If you had to choose out the three, generally, what's your favorite? I'm I'm easy between uh, Tor- not Torterra, um, Infernape and Empoleon. I- I'm easy, I genuinely do not mind. Yeah, I think all the starters are great, including um, Torterra. Um, I-, I just love, I think Gen 4 was a great gen, and the starters were really good. Um, and tell me if I'm wrong, but I believe these were the first starters that all counter each other. Yes, so, uh, kind yeah. of, kind of in a way. Yeah, so I mean, a bit, bit of a actually no, I think um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fair dues, fair dues, fair dues. Right, so let's get into it. Pokemon of the week, Empoleon. It invites unnecessary disputes, but it would decimate anything that threatens its pride. There was loads of other Pokedex entries that would instantly gave it. Up. Um. Let's have a look. Its Japanese name is Emperte, right? And I love its French name. Its French name's fantastic. Its French name is Pengolion. <laughs> <laughs> Pengolion, right? Um, trivia. Empoleon is the only fully evolved water starter that does not resist fire due to its steel typing. Mm-hmm. So I'll all of the water starters, Empoleon probably isn't the best used against fire types. However, Empoleon is the only water starter that grass isn't super effective against. It doesn't resist grass necessarily, but grass only does neutral to it. Mm, grass does only do neutral to it. And that's that's the whole, uh, the Sinner starters whole, whole thing really, isn't it? The whole schmick, yeah, yeah. really. I mean, pretty much. I'm trying to think of what, yeah, because Torterra is what is that? Torterra grass ground or grass rock? Grass ground, grass yeah. ground, yeah, grass ground. Okay, yeah. So that's pretty much the um the starters gimmick, isn't it? Uh, let's have a look what I've got else here. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, and obviously its other abilities, torrent, uh, hidden ability, defiant, which I thought was pretty interesting. But apparently, according to you, could tell me if I'm wrong because you'd know a lot more about the PvP. But isn't defiant a, a fairly Unusable ability in some cases, unless it's a wall. Or, or, well, not a wall. is honestly, it's it's a fantastic ability. There oh, are really? okay. yeah, there are there are a couple of Pokemon in the meta game because um, the intimidate ability is very very common. Um, Pokemon um, like Landorusterian, um, Incineroar, uh, Gyarados. Um, oh, I'm curious what other get what other stuff gets intimidate intimidate. Um, other stuff like Salamence, Crocodile, uh, Arcanine. There are a lot of good Intimidators in the game. Um, mm-hmm. And Defiant basically turns what should be a minus one attack into a plus one attack. Uh, there are two really, really good defi- uh, Defiant users in the metagame at the moment. Uh, two really, really solid ones um, in 
Bishop and Zapdos's uh, Galar form, the fighting oh, okay. version from the Isle of Armor, gets defiant. Uh, and both of those Pokemon are two of the most, like, two of the biggest threats in the tier. Uh, Bishop is a staple on so many teams, uh, and Zapdos Galar just hits like an absolute truck. Um, and yeah, they're, they're Defiant is a, it's a very good ability, but it's not very widely distributed. Uh, and ironically, probably the worst user of the ability, uh, arguably, is Empoleon. <laughs> yeah, because it mains in special attack, right? Yeah, if special get, attack yeah. is a lot higher. Uh, it does learn sword stance, so it can run an interesting uh, sword Isn't stance. Isn't it? Because you've got 80 in normal attack, is it? 86? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's up there, right, though. It's about... 80. Yeah, actually, spot on. Yeah, it's 86. I'm quite impressed I knew that. <laughs> yeah, no, fair play. So it's like, if you wanted to... It's like Pikachu. Not saying Empoleon's like Pikachu, but while Pikachu's special attacks are, like, uh, you know, really good, you you could possibly make an attacking version because it's got moves like Volt Tackle and whatnot. But, you know, it, that's the beauty of Pokemon. You, you can mess about with it. It is best to run special attack, but... uh. You know, if you maybe with Defiant, it's worth using attack. I don't know, maybe not. Um, but yeah, that's been Empoleon, and also I don't know if you've ever played Pokemon, mate, but that's one of my favorite Pokemon games. Uh, Empoleon is fantastic. On I'm a Breakson main in Pokemon. I am. I got really good with Breakson for a while. I use Pikachu and Empoleon as my mains, and um. I was on. I went on a twenty-five win streak online with Pikachu. Nice. And, um, nice. Yeah, love love poking. Speaking of that, what what why is that not being a? <laughs> why have yeah, we was, not had a too? Like like Pokemon was a, a it was a thing for a while, wasn't it? Like it was. Uh, it At was every even, event, right? Yeah. They had like tournaments. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, it was at esports tournaments and stuff, but they kind of just disappeared off the face of the planet. I guess it just kind of uh, fell out of. Fell out of the, the eye eyesight, fell out of uh, the co- public consciousness. Yeah, mad. But that was the uh, po- so we've had the doof and Empoleon. But yeah, man. So congratulations on getting uh, Empoleon. I think you did actually very well with only the clue that I gave you. What what was the clue that gave it away the most that made you think ah? Combination of two things. You said five thirty BST, which is. Usually the the BST that starters get. Um, ah, okay. With the exception okay. of like two or three, uh, I think Swamper has a bit more. Um, uh, and then you said Defiant, uh, and I knew that there's Defiant isn't given to many Pokemon. There's only really about twelve Pokemon that get the ability. So I was like, what's what's a starter with Defiant? Empoleon, awesome. But yeah, all right. See, I thought one of the mains in Pokemon would have been um, a thing because it's like, I don't know, I just thought maybe that would have uh, been... It did but, narrow no, it down for me, bro. It did narrow it down for me. Well, I think that's the good thing about um, Pokemon of the Week. Not only did the listeners learn a lot about Pokemon, it's an, it's an interesting little bit of a challenge thing for you to guess. And you also teach the uh, listeners a lot about the Pokemon as well from your knowledge of it. And that's why it's good having you on the podcast because... You know, when it comes to battling, very knowledgeable. So that's cool, man. Thank you for uh, taking part in that. You are well, welcome. So that pretty much, is there anything else you want to address, mate, on this episode before we wrap up? I have like one little final thing, but that's not a real I'm good. topic. Roll straight into it, bro. 
So, again, um, the things that we did announce at the start, but for those that have listened to the end, and if you did, by the way, if for anyone who ever listens to this to the end, I would could just tweet at um, Trainer Lounge, uh, you know, watch to the end, or just give us a little tweet. I just It'd be interesting to hear if anyone did. I'd give you like a little retweet and whatnot, and, you know, give you a shout-out just for... It'd be pretty dope if anyone did, you know. I'm, I'm interested. Um, but, yeah, so, again... The Trainer Lounge website is www.thetrainerlounge.simplesite.com. The much easier way to access that would be just go on Twitter and we've got our link tree on there, which will give you the locations for me and Onesie Burnett's YouTubes, our um, respective Twitter, our personal accounts. Um, it will give you the website. It will take you to the Spotify hub where you can watch, uh, listen to the Trainer Lounge. But... Um, the Trainer Lounge isn't just on Spotify. And again, I do need to put this on the website and everywhere else because Spotify is the main place I advertise it. But it's actually on nearly all podcast sites. So there was a dude who wanted to listen, but he said, oh, unfortunately, he doesn't have Spotify. He heard, I'm like, dude, it, it's on Apple Podcasts. And that was that um, Chad J.I. 30, who I gave a shout out to earlier. And to the episode earlier, my solo one, and he said he really liked it, uh, gave me a few pointers and whatnot. But yeah, so um, interesting. But uh, one little thing I'd say is there is a there is a giveaway right now that me and ones he did mention last week. But I'll um, there uh, finishes Saturday. I'm giving away up to five shiny gibbles to five different individuals that I got from GoFest, and the giveaway ends this Saturday. So. The Discord is on the link tree. You can check it out there. Come and drop in. Come and say hello. Um, we've got like 100 people in there. Admittedly, not all of them are from the podcast, but a lot of them are starting to listen to it. And uh, yeah, man, we're, we're building something up right now. But yeah, so if you want a chance to win a Gibble for the main series or Pokemon Home, then drop in our Discord and to enter that. It, it's really simple. Just go to announcements or shiny giveaway. It's not... Um, not that hard but yeah i think that wraps up the episode mate i think it does indeed so uh, thank you very much to everyone for listening uh, all the way through uh thank you very much to gaz for for hosting as usual uh, and of thank course. you very much to myself for being the amazing <laughs> person that i am uh, <laughs> so yeah That's... thank you very much everyone this has been the trainer lounge and this has been the trainer lounge and we shall see you soon and but it's not over for the week. Remember, Sunday, the big boy, the episode 10, double digits, baby. And you will see Mr. Wansey back on episode 11 as we venture in to the double digits. Okay. Peace out, everyone. Thank you for watching. This has been your host, Flubberdash, a.k.a. forward slash Gaz, and my co-host, Mr. Or just officially known as Wansey Burnett, with a little forward slash... Alex, thank you for listening. Peace out, everyone. Peace out, bro. <laughs>